What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Greatest Show, and I'm your host, as always, Dusty Smith. How the fuck is everybody doing tonight? Thank you for joining me. I love you. Got a good show for you guys tonight. Uh, strangely, we don't have any Beyond Parody tonight, my favorite section, but we got a giant Chud Watch. I just put everything in a Chud Watch tonight, because uh, that's where it fucking belongs. So much Chud shit going on, and... Uh, let me show you what we have for you guys tonight. Got a pretty big one. Got to cover all the Elon Musk hijinks because you guys seem to be enjoying that. It's pretty hilarious, I must say. And uh, got a big chud watch coming at you. Got to finish off a little what the fuck. I got one slow news week, but it's a good one. But folks, you know what fucking happened? So remember I told you guys to make clip channels? I was like, hey, uh, you know how I'm super fucking generous and I just give everything I do away for free? I was like, you guys can just take all my videos and make clips of everything I've done and make your own sites out of it. Make your own channels and keep all the money for yourself. I don't give a shit. Do it. And so some of you took me up on it. Uh, one of you that did it was the Clips of Dusty channel. Dude worked hard on this shit. Had like hundreds of clips from my show that he's uh, clipped out from the years I've been doing this show. And they banned his channel. So it's permanently suspended. So you can't even make clip channels of me. Man, if I was fucking Tim Pool or Steven Crowder, I, well, they would be, anybody would be protected. Those making clip channels of me would be protected. Wouldn't be any problem whatsoever. But I guess uh, fuck me right. Constantly suspended, can't make clip channels of me. What you gonna do? I guess, uh, cancel culture. I'm a victim, y'all. I am so fucking oppressed. So sorry to the uh, clips of Dusty channel. I'm sorry you put all that work in there for nothing. That that really sucks. I, there's nothing I can do about it, but uh, I I do feel bad about it. And uh, I guess nobody bother making clip channels of Dust anymore. What's the fucking point if they're just going to ban your goddamn channel? Sucks. And uh, what else I've been up to? Uh, watching a lot of good movies lately. We'll go over that at the end. As always, at the very end of the show, we're going to do a Q&A. So get your questions ready for me. But let's go ahead and uh, jump on into the show. As always, remember, we're going to read all the Super Chats at halftime. Uh, we only have one Super Chat so far. But uh, you can immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever the Super Chats. You will live for a trillion years. It's better than heaven. And it's a great way to support the show. So super chat me and I will read your super chat at halftime, which is coming up momentarily. So let's go ahead and kick off the show as we usually do. Open your handles to page one. It's really just bullshit. Religious bullshit. Religious bullshit. Religious motherfucking bully bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit. Oh yeah, it's time for religious bullshit. Yeah, I stole that song. Hell yeah. My God is an awesome God. Totally stole it from that guy. Or did he steal it from me? Yeah. That's my take on it. First off, on tonight's religious bullshit, I'm sure it's going to be a hate preacher. It's always a hate preacher. I was right. Christian hate preacher Tommy McCurdy uh, wants you to know he would never tell a female judge to make him a sandwich, but he'd be thinking it. You know, if I have to stand before a woman judge, I'm not going to tell her to go make me a sandwich. Okay? Good idea. Um, 
I might not like the fact that she's there, but she's there. Mm -hmm. And she could also throw me in jail. She could. And so I'm going to give a certain level of respect. uh, Good idea. And uh, I I would not do that. And I'd be thinking it. You know, if I had to stand a woman judge. I'd be thinking, oh, you woman judge. Why are you judging me? The Bible says you're not supposed to do that. You get in the fucking kitchen and make me a sandwich, missy. Definitely not a misogynist at all. And uh, what hate preacher is next? So this time it's Steven Anderson, one of the best hate preachers. Like if there's a scale of hate preachers right at the top of the best, the best of hate. Uh, and this time, yeah, uh, he making fun of gay people and monkeypox and all that stuff. Let's listen. Other self-destructive behaviors. What else? Is anything else popping into your mind? Christianity. Shout it out. Fornication. Going That's out and fine. sleeping around with a bunch of, you know, Who cares? and then you're going to get monkeypox or whatever, okay, and just... you're going to die, all right? <laughs> is monkeypox something that kills you? I don't think my... Does anyone know? Is, is, it even, is it even happening, or is that another, like, failed, was that another pandemic that didn't quite get off the ground? I mean, it happened, but we... Is edu- it happening? Educated the public on it a little bit, so and it's, it's gotten a, it's better. A, it's not a pandemic, it's a fact. Okay. okay, great. Had to be homophobic in there. Throw that homophobic right in there at the end. Super cool, Steve Anderson. Thank you for murdering religion. You're awesome for that. And then we have hate preacher Aaron Dawson. So many hate preachers. And apparently he's a super snowflake triggered by baristas. What is it about all these Christians and conservatives that fucking hate baristas so much? They literally just fucking make coffee. That's all they do. It's like they're molesting children. They're not fucking murdering people. They're just making coffee. The fuck's you guys' problem? Anyway, uh, he got to find something to bitch about. Let's have a look. See, hard preaching is also specific, like the sin of sodomy. That's a specific sin, like being effeminate. There's a lot of effeminate little sissy boys out there today, and they might not be queers, but they sure look like one. And if they sound like a queer, and they look like a queer, then they're probably a queer. Probably. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. They wear the hair, they have the hair of a queer, and they dress like a queer, and all these other things. You know, you gotta call that stuff that specific. Why are you wearing skinny jeans, son? Why are you wearing like pink tennis shoes, boy? That's just weird. It's girly. Cut your hair for crying out loud. You look like a girl. You know what's masculine? Uh, doing what the fuck you want to do and not worried about what people think about you. You know, not worried that your dipshit ass and your stupid pink fucking tie. Hey, that pink tie is pretty, uh, pretty girly. Just saying. It looks gay and it acts gay. I mean, grow your hair, lady. Quit trying to look like a dude. I don't want to look at them. I don't want them serving me food. I don't want anything to do with them. Well, but yet I have to suffer them in society. So when I get up behind the pulpit and I've heard all this junk all week about all this other stuff and had to see them and have them, you know, give me a coffee or something, like, I, I'm going to get angry. I'm going to get up and preach against the sin of Sodom. <laughs> I'm so angry all the time. Somebody I don't like served me a coffee. Dude, what the fuck? You are the snowflake you've been looking for. You seem a little triggered, too. I hate to use that word, but uh, slightly triggered. And then, folks, you've been asking for it. Blobfish is black. Hooray! Everybody loves Blobfish. And uh, I hope he says his catchphrase, 
Wow. Anyway, this time he's talking to Prophet. Uh, they misspelled uh, Prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T. Johnny Inlaw. Uh, apparently, it's a good thing the red wave didn't happen, y'all. Yeah, always got to find that silver lining. If you understand what the objectives are here, I, it's absolutely the worst thing possible that could have happened is for there to have been the red wave, such as we're talking about, where it would now look like we don't really need to address the broken electoral system. Because what's being revealed and released, and is what we're going to find more and more, is how much more fraud was done this time. I mean, I'm here uh, already of uh, someone who was elected in Pennsylvania who was dead, but they were on, uh, somebody had put them on, and so they won uh, an election. And there's, By the way, when you say how much more fraud, do you mean how much additional fraud, or do you mean how much more fraud than the last uh, 2020? Both. Both, both. okay. And, you know, I will state this part not as prophetic. I'll state what I'm going to say right now um, as a statement that I believe will be proven true. Um, that we'll see that this is part of a continuing sting operation that good military is doing, and it's part of a reveal that is necessary. That's right, folks. It's all still happening. It was a good thing they lost, because if they would have won, then that would mean there wasn't voter fraud. Wouldn't that be good, though? If you guys won, and then that would prove there wasn't voter fraud. You don't want voter fraud, do you? Unless that's what you want. You do want voter fraud? Why? Is it so you can continuously whine and complain and grift off of it? Hmm. Seems like you kind of gave yourself away a little bit there. Prophet Johnny Inlaw, and he didn't say his catchphrase. Wow, I am disappointed. What you gonna fucking do? Anyway, that's my religious bullshit. Short and sweet like me, baby. What you guys gotta say? Dirty, sexy pores, I missed you. Hey, guys, I lost like 15 pounds. Can you tell? Mm. Don't look thinner at all yeah i've been doing the uh logic diet not it's a version of the logic diet. remember the logic diet the the diet exercise program that i invented that has changed people's lives i'm not even bragging people literally messaged me said dusty your logic diet changed my life it's pretty amazing if you don't know about it you should look that up but uh working good for me it's about the easiest way to lose weight that anybody could ever possibly think of. So uh, I forgot to read what you guys had to say. Um, is they so wrong? So wrong, probably. Dusty, Trump campaign is all fraud, 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 fraud. I know, right? He even stole it from Herschel Walker now. We're going to get into that in the Chud Watch section. Must stolen election. I know, right? Always got to play the victim. Is it snowing in Mississippi? Nah, it's chilly here, but we don't get much snow around here. You look great, Dusty. Appreciate it. I'm working on it. It's always a work in progress. Dusty the Slim. Yeah, I got too heavy, y'all. It's like up to 195 pounds. And I was like, fuck no. Gotta lose this goddamn gut. Good for you, Dusty. Appreciate it. All right. Don't forget to get your super chats in. Support the show, y'all. Do it. You know you want to. Also, hit the like button. Do all of the things. Uh, we only got one super chat in so far, so it's light. So hook me on some super chats, but now let's roll into some trash world. The trash world, the trash world, the dumpster fire is hell. It's the trash world, the trash world, 
everything sucks all of the time. Trash world. Trash world. Hell yeah, I'm not freestyling trash world anymore. Every time I try to freestyle goddamn trash world, I fuck it up. Goddamn rookie ass Dusty. Only been doing 12 years on YouTube. Think I'd have my shit down, but nope. Don't have it down. Anyway, first off, um, you guys might know that I constantly warn you not to invest in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency or NFTs. And people are like, Dusty, why? Now, I understand why you shit on the NFTs, but why are you shitting on Bitcoin? It's the future, yo. I done made some good investments, made a lot of money. My portfolio tells me, Dusty, that Bitcoin is a good investment, but uh, it's not. It's gambling, and most people lose their money. It's true. A vast majority of people who invest in Bitcoin inevitably lose money, studies shows. Hell, even like people that guessed right, and they make a lot of money, like they bought it when it was low and no one else knew about it, and then they make a shit ton of money. Even a lot of them lose money. Because after they make all that money, they put that money right back into fucking Bitcoin, and then it drops and they fucking lose it. So even when you win, you fucking lose. It's kind of like uh, day trading. I day traded for a while, uh, and it seems like an awesome way to make money, uh, but like 98% of the people lose everything, just like I fucking did. Lost all my goddamn money. So uh, just saying, like, if you want to do it, it's fine, but it's gambling. Understand that you're gambling, and you're most likely going to lose all your money, or at least a, a good bit of it. Uh, 73 to 81% of new crypto investors lose their money. The game is rigged against you from the very start, just like day trading is. You know, you just can't compete with uh, the, the rich assholes who have a leg up on the system. So um, be careful. That's all I'm saying. It's your money. Be fucking careful. And then you guys know I've been covering the uh, FTX uh, collapse. So FTX is basically... A Ponzi scheme. It's where they were taking, um, people were basically sending them money. And they were taking that money and they were paying, like, whoever wanted the money back, they were paying them out of the money that people that was coming in. But most people weren't asking for their money back. And so they were spending the money that was there on other things. And they didn't have enough liquid, liquid liquidity to uh, keep the company going. Is a Ponzi scheme, you know, way bigger than the Bernie Madoff thing. So apparently, I told you guys that uh, they claimed that they were hacked and like a billion dollars got uh, funneled out of their system right when they decided to declare bankruptcy. So everybody that put money to FTX basically just lost all their money. People lost life savings for themselves, for their parents and everything. Well, now the guy uh, that did it, is claiming that the Bahamas forced him to use an illegal backdoor into his system and drain the account so that the Bahamas government could be in charge of the bankruptcy process. Seems fucky. Think they're going to keep all that money for themselves, but uh, hope you didn't invest in that. But a lot of people fucking did, folks. And you know why? Celebrities. They knew exactly how to manipulate people. All they had to do was go get a bunch of celebrities on fucking board and they could run their Ponzi scheme right on the fucking open like a $30 billion Ponzi scheme. And now a lot of the celebrities they used are being sued. Tom Brady, uh, Giselle Bunchen, Wasn't she married to Tom Brady? 
uh, I don't know who this lady is. Naomi Osaka. Don't know her. I'm guessing golfer. Shaquille O'Neal. What's up, Shaquille? Why you do that? Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Never heard of them. I don't know if that's a male or female. Uh, Steve, Steph Curry. Kevin O'Leary. Of course, Kevin O'Leary is a fucking piece of shit. He did it. Larry David. Why, Larry? Waving. Pretty, 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 pretty bad, in my opinion. And then some other... Uh, athletes so basically they just went and hired all these people and they're like yeah we'll take your money to show for your ponzi scheme and larry david had like a giant super bowl commercial the only super bowl commercial he's ever done and like i, I kind of uh disappointed in him because he is so rich already like how much fucking money do you need larry david he already has like a billion dollars from the seinfeld shit and then he has curb your enthusiasm do make him bank why are you shilling for these fraudulent Ponzi schemes? But people have gone back and they've watched the commercial from the Super Bowl, and it's almost prophetic. It's almost like Larry David, the character, could see the future, and the character he's playing in this commercial was 100% right. Have a look at this commercial from the Super Bowl. Like I was saying, it's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Never. <laughs> don't be like Larry. Don't miss out. But Larry David was exactly right. He was never wrong. It was a scam. You would have lost all your money if you invested. Should have listened to Larry. But also, shame on you, Larry. You gotta get sued. And then at least there is some justice in the world. Justin Bieber paid $1.3 million for the stupid fucking Bored Ape NFT, and it's now worth $69,000. Ha ha. I don't even think it's worth $69,000. I think theoretically it might be worth $69,000, but I doubt anybody's actually going to pay that either. So basically, he just lost $1.3 million. Who could have possibly have seen this coming? I did. Obviously, these worthless, ugly-ass pictures aren't worth anything. You didn't even buy the real picture. You bought a receipt for the fucking picture. Good God. Whatever happened to that uh, Seth Green NFT show he was doing? Haven't heard anything fucking else about that. He had to buy that NFT twice because he lost it to a hacker. And uh, just saying, love to see these motherfuckers fail. Fell more. NFT to zero. I think we can all agree. Hey, I love you back, Carlos Sagan. And uh, then on Trash World, did you guys hear about the cops molesting all the black people? Well, you're about to. He pulled down my pants, touched my, my um, testicles. They, like, eased down and they put their hands right between my butt. Just pulled my drawers down and dug in my, dug in my, my rectum. The alleged victims keep coming forward. Eight Milwaukee police officers are under internal investigation, accused of performing illegal strip searches, including cavity searches on the streets. Were they wearing any gloves? No, I didn't see not one. There was no gloves. Kevin Freeman Jr. claims back in December he and some friends were violated during a traffic stop. When they searched me, they, they put my, they, they like eased down and they put their hands right between my butt and I try to reach back and they, when, when, so when I try to reach back and try to stop them, he's got to slam me. He pulled out my pants. Yeah, they probably did it on purpose, trying to make you like react to it so they could beat you. You know, 
hey, let's stick a finger on his butt. And then when they try to jerk away, we'll just say, hey, they're resisting arrest. And it gives us a chance to beat this shit out of them. Man, cops are just fucking scum, man. Just ridiculous. But don't worry, folks. It's always they're investigating themselves. So I'm sure justice is going to happen any minute now. A hair past a freckle. And uh, speaking of the fucking trash world, even our own side is garbage. Now, I know that in every way possible, Joe Biden is better than Donald Trump is. But still, U.S. moves to shield Saudi crown prince in journalist killing. Even though Biden acted all big and bad, oh, I'm going to hold him accountable. Now they're covering for this motherfucker. Because when you're rich, when you're a leader of the world, you can literally murder United States journalists, cut them up into pieces, and our own government will cover for you. Imagine if it was you or me. We have no recourse. Another country could come over here. They could kidnap us. They could fly us to the country, cut us to fucking bits, and our own government wouldn't do fucking shit. In fact, they would still suck their dick, still sell them billions of dollars of weapons, have their back in every fucking possible way. It's gross. It's fucking trash-ass country. Just disappointed in Joe Biden. Even though he's going to make the hero section later, because I'm a hypocrite, but still disappointed in you fucking Joe. And all right, that's my trash world. Are we depressed yet? I have no problem criticizing Biden. I am not Nicole. Me either. I have no problem criticizing anybody. That's uh, a big part of the problem, really. I'm a little too critical, to be honest with you. My God, why? Just why? I don't know. Why not? Because it's a garbage fucking planet. Get on the bandwagon, Dusty. Don't you want your ape picture? Just kidding. Yep. I'm saving up for my own ape. I'm only uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars away Gonna get there any second. And uh, all right, gonna read Super Chats after the next section. So get your Super Chats in. It's really like tonight. What you gonna do? No one wants to Super Chat me tonight. But now we're gonna do a little section. Oh, damn it, I didn't load up my picture for this. Whatever, I'll just sing this song. It's about Elon. It goes something like this. He shall be Elon. And another week. Another fuckery from Elon. He's just goddamn hilarious. Dude spent $44 billion in a, on a company that he seems determined to destroy. It's really fucking bizarre. So, last time we were covering this fucking moron, uh, he was selling the verification of Twitter. The one thing that gives Twitter its integrity. The one thing that makes uh, Twitter... A verified source of information where we can all go there and feel like, hey, this person's this person, this company's this company. Uh, We can trust what they're saying. No, he fucked all that shit up. And here's the crazy part. It's not like he was not warned. Apparently, his own internal people warned the fuck out of him days before the November 9th launch. The company's trust and safety team had prepared a seven-page list of recommendations intended to help Musk avoid the most obvious and damaging consequences of the plans for Blue. The document, which was obtained by the platformer, predicts with eerie accuracy some of the events that follow. They said, motivated scammers, bad actors, could be willing to pay to leverage increased amplification to achieve their ends 
where their upside exceeds the cost, reads the document's first recommendation, which the team labeled a PO to denote a concern in the highest risk category. They went on to say, impersonation of world leaders, advertisers, brand partners, election officials, and other high-profile individuals represent another PO risk, the team found. Legacy verification provides a critical signal in enforcing impersonation rules, the loss of which is likely to lead to an increase in impersonation of high-profile accounts on Twitter. And uh, Musk, in his infinite genius, was like, nah. Fuck it, we're going to do it anyway. We all know what the fuck happened. They impersonated many of the advertisers on the websites, and now they uh, fled in goddamn droves. They lost more advertisers than they did employees, which is really saying something. So, bad uh, business decisions from Elon Musk, as usual. And uh, then... Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Eli Lindell, he was like, no, fuck y'all. I'm not listening to you. $8 a month. I need that money, y'all. I'm losing a uh, $4 million a day on this website. Whatever I could do to make that buck, I don't care if I destroy the entire integrity of the website. Who cares? What's the worst that could happen? Uh, your advertisers could flee from you, and then you could go bankrupt, I guess. That's what could happen. And uh, so then... It was reported that he has been ordering his uh, subordinates to comb through Twitter's Slack and make lists of people who made fun of him so he can fire them. Yeah, they're searching also employees' tweets. Uh, I'm assuming they're searching Discord. Everything they could possibly do because uh, thin-skinned free speech absolutionist Elon Musk want to make sure uh, nobody works for him that doesn't love him. He's actually trying to start a cult, it seems like. He's trying to eliminate anybody in the company that doesn't suck his fucking dick, that has their own opinion. So he just has yes men and sycophants who will just work themselves to the fucking bone to make himself richer. It's pretty obvious what he's doing because his next move was to send out an email telling his employees that, hey, I'm demanding you guys work super hard, extra long hours, hardcore, blood, sweat, and tears. You got to basically devote your entire life to me and my company. And you have till 5 p.m. today to click, yes, I will do this, or you're fired. He said, going forward to build a breakthrough Twitter 2.0 and succeed in an increasingly competitive world, we will need to be extremely hardcore, Mr. Musk wrote in an email, which was reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. This means working long hours at high intensity. Only exceptional performance will be constitute a passing grade. Go fuck yourself, dude. Holy shit, the ego on this motherfucker. He already fired half the staff. Now he's sending this out as basically a challenge to the rest of the staff that, hey, you better worship me. You better lick my taint or else you're going to get fired. So uh, comedically, it backfired uh, spectacularly, folks. Basically, a lot of people saw this as an opportunity to get three months of severance package. Yeah, 
Scoop, Elon Musk just sent an email to the staff outlining Twitter 2.0, writing, it will need to be extremely hardcore, long hours, high intensity. People need to click yes to confirm being part of this by 5 p.m. or else uh, they get three months severance package. Yeah, it's the get paid to find a better job at three months challenge. These people are highly skilled and the fact they've worked for Twitter will be uh, awesome on their resumes. They won't have any problem getting another job in this job market, mo- job, uh, job market most likely. So uh, he fucked himself. So what happened was people started flooding out of his company in droves. He lost way, way more than he thought he was going to. Hundreds of Twitter employees reportedly resigned after Musk issues ultimatum. Twitter is reportedly left with skeleton crews maintaining the site following hundreds of employees' resignations on Thursday. And uh, here's a great example. Here's a bunch of guys who quit waiting for 5 p.m. for their being fired to go uh, effective. Seconds. You have like an atomic clock. Oh, he's just, he's got his thing. Everybody here, we're all about to get fired from Twitter. Uh, I've been here nine years and nine months now. Same with you. How long are you here? Four years. Four years? Two months. Nine years and a month. Oh, were you not looking? No. No, no, he was after. Wait. Oh, 10 seconds. 10, uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Happy New Year! (laughs) Yay! Hooray, that's a lot of pomp and circumstance. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, let's try the badges. Let's try the badges because Elon Musk canceled everybody's badges who quit. Um, He also shut down the whole building. But before we get there, also, was that clip in sync? It wasn't in sync for me, but I'm assuming it's in sync for you. I don't know why my computer's doing that. It's frustrating. What's she going to do? And uh, Bill Becker said, that's it for me. 8.5 years as an SRE on twi- at Twitter, and I've just been fired. I'm grateful to all my colleagues for getting to learn from and grow with all of you. I'm proud of the thing we built. I'm sad to see what's happened to it. Looking forward to taking a break. Yep. I can imagine spending all your time and energy building up Twitter. Uh, just to have some rich shithead take it over and destroy the whole goddamn thing. So, needless to say, it did not go very well. Word inside Twitter is that a lot of employees are not saying yes to staying at Must Extremely Hardcore Twitter 2.0. He has been meeting today with engineers to convince them to stay. His deadline to decide to stay or leave expired six minutes ago. Twitter Slack currently has hundreds of employees given the uh, salute emoji, meaning they decided not to stay for Musk Twitter 2.0 cultural reset. The company had just under 3,000 employees remaining before the deadline to say yes or not hit 20 minutes ago. Hearing from multiple employees that the odds of Twitter breaking in the near future are very high. We are collecting departing Twitter employees messages from the company's Slack and public tweets. Story to be updated soon with more. I am hearing that several critical infra engineering teams at Twitter have completely resigned. You cannot run Twitter without this team. One current engineer tells me of one such group. Also, Twitter has shut off badge access to its offices. So then, Musk started freaking out because all these people were resigning way more than he assumed would. So the first thing he did was he started begging engineers to stay 
because he wants to have the future of the company be based around engineers. Yeah, panic. Elon Musk reported begging engineers not to leave. Yeah, too late, fucko. Who in the goddamn hell would want to stay and work for you? You basically have gone in and shown that you have no care for your employees whatsoever. Just walk in and treat them all like goddamn shit and expect them to uh, jump to it when you crack that fucking whip. And yep, as expected, the outages reported in the last 24 hours skyrocketed on Twitter. Now, the website's still up. I have noticed a few things. Like One thing we might experience tonight is uh, a lot of times when I click on a tweet, it says tweet not available, and I had to hit refresh like three or four times before the tweet comes back. It wasn't doing that before. So all kinds of problems are going to be popping up on Twitter before too long. And the next thing Musk did was he locked the offices of Twitter, completely shut the doors until Monday. Twitter locked staff out of offices until next week. In a message seen by the BBC, workers were told that the offices would be reopened on Monday, 21st of November. He did not give a reason for the move. Apparently the reason he did it is because he's paranoid that some of these uh, fired employees are going to sabotage his website. So he locked everybody out of the building and disabled their badges so they could not even fucking get in. That's what a cretin this guy is. That's how paranoid he is. So the next thing you know, Outside of the Twitter headquarters, somebody has, I guess, uh, one of these uh, laser projectors, and they projected on the side of the building this message, Supreme Parasite, Petulant Pimple, Apartheid Profiteer, Dictator, Ass Kisser, Lawless Oligarch, Insecure Colonizer, Cruel Hoarder, Space Karen, Mediocre Manchild, Pressurized Privilege, Petty Racist, Megalomaniac, Worthless Billionaire, next to the name Elon Musk, all oh, snap, not going that well for the world's richest man, and uh, then, obviously, he can never take responsibility for anything. He's always got to double down and triple down. So he got out there and started bragging. Hey, despite all these problems, despite the fact that it was trending that Twitter is dying, um, we just hit another all-time high in Twitter usage. LOL. And that received a lot of really funny comments uh, making fun of him. I'll read a few of them. Uh, here's one. Rome has never been this brightly lit at night, says Nero. Pretty funny, you know, because Rome was burning. And uh, there has never been so many people out on the deck, said the captain of the Titanic. Pretty funny. Our flight made all the newsreels. Oh, the publicity, says uh, the captain of the Hindenburg. Yep. The largest crowd I've ever seen out for a swim, said Noah. Yeah, everybody loves a train wreck, motherfucker. Obviously. That's why everybody's going on Twitter right now to see how horrible you fell. Because it's fun to watch. I'm having a good time covering it, to be honest with you. But of course, Fox News got Elon Musk back. Did you know he's a hero that's straight in the swamp of Twitter? Now, they don't know a thing about the fucking employees at Twitter. Uh, there was a few employees, I guess, that was in charge of their uh, 
terms of services. They would, I guess, remove people who broke the terms of services. I guess you would call it censorship. I guess it is censorship because, you know, if you remove something somebody says, that's censorship. But it wasn't the vast majority of the company. Most of the employees at Twitter are just trying to do their job, right? They're working on code. They have nothing to do with who gets banned on Twitter, who gets suspended, what tweets get removed. But it doesn't matter. Fox News is going to blame all of them. Going to declare that they deserve what they fucking get. Going to shit on the workers for no fucking reason, even though they don't know a goddamn single thing about any of them. Let's have a listen. Hard. Do you want to stay? Are you not going to censor people? Because if you want to follow my rules, then you can stay. If not, I'll right. pay you for three months and you can go. So he's not like picking and choosing who he's firing. He's saying you choose. He is, and he's draining the swamp of Twitter, and it needs to be drained. But the way that he's doing it to me is genius. He's saying, I want people that want to work here and that have some integrity, that want to work hard, and that should be the standard. <laughs> and the fact that we've moved so far away from that, that now. I want people that are, want to work. Double the hours for the same exact pay. I want people that will just work their fucking ass off to make me richer. And I've already shown I don't give a shit about you. You can work your fucking self to the bone. You can neglect your family, not spend time with your children. Instead, spend all your waking hours working at Twitter, and when you're done, I will toss you away like a fucking piece of garbage. I don't give a shit about you. Yeah, obviously, they're not going to want to fucking work for that, a lot of them. No goddamn shit. Doesn't mean they're part of the fucking swamp. Means that they're intelligent. So far away from that, that now we're having headlines about him sending out a memo saying, I expect you to work extremely hard. <laughs> that should be the standard for every job and every young person. And young people need to understand it's not all about six-month vacation, being an influencer, having a work-life balance. It's about working hard. And if you want to work somewhere like Twitter, you're going to have to work hard and you're going to have to treat people fairly. And if that's too much, hey, there's the door. So I just... Hard. Do you want to stay? Are you not going to censor people? Yeah, Elon Musk don't have to fucking treat anybody fairly right. But you have to treat people fairly, even though the vast majority of people that quit or were fired have literally nothing to do with who gets banned, who gets suspended. You know, just blame every fucking body. Why not? Who gives a shit, right? It doesn't matter. Elon can do no wrong, so it must be the employee's fault. And then he decided to reinstate a few people. Elon says, Kathy Griffin, Jordan Peterson, he misspelled Jordan, uh, and Babylon B had been reinstated. Trump decision has not yet been made. Well, first off, uh, Jordan Peterson was not banned. Jordan Peterson made a transphobic comment about uh, Elliot's page where uh, he misgendered him. And he was asked to delete that tweet and refused to delete that tweet. If he would have deleted the tweet, he would have been back immediately. So he wasn't suspended. He just had to delete the tweet, refused to do it. Same with Babylon B, who made a... I'll show you the post Babylon B made in just a second. But literally, those two weren't actually suspended. They just refused to delete the shit themselves. So I guess uh, Elon waved away the rules of Twitter for his special right-wing shitheads. Kathy Griffin was literally the only one who was banned, and she was banned for making fun of you, Elon Musk. Literally, 
Only reason he put Kathy Griffin in there is to make it seem like he's fair and balanced and not just unbending right-wing shitheads when you are. It's exactly what you're fucking doing. Uh, here's the Babylon Bee, what they got banned for. This. The Babylon Bee Man of the Year. Uh, Rachel Levine, misgendering Rachel Levine, right? For no fucking reason, just meanness. But they weren't actually banned. All they had to do was delete this tweet and they were back in business, but they refused to do that. But Elon Musk is like, nah, you guys don't have to follow the fucking rules. Come on, come on back, because he loves him some horrible right-wing comedy. Elon Musk totally getting off on uh, the Chud humor. And then uh, Jordan Peterson also wasn't banned. He could have just deleted his tweet and came back immediately. But he said, hey, I'm quitting Twitter. Because I don't like everybody being so mean to me. He made the choice himself to quit. So why the fuck's he coming back like he was banned or something? And he didn't have a choice to leave. He had every choice to leave. He made that decision himself. So now he's back and he's calling for everybody he don't like to be punished and basically censored. Here's the free speech absolutionist. Uh, he says, don't allow the anonymous troll demons to post with the real verified people, Elon Musk. Put them in their own hell, along with others like them. LOL, lols, bro, bruh, hyper users are narcissistic, Machiavellian, psychopathic, and sadistic. Yeah, every accusation is a confession. He's literally describing him fucking self. But yeah, don't let them post on the same page we do. What they want is they want a separate page for those who are verified and then another page you have to click on separately that's harder to find for everybody else. So all of us who don't pay in the $8 a month, we almost don't show up, period, on Twitter. And they've already done a study to show the vast majority of people that paid Elon Musk $8 a month are right-wingers. Obviously, because left-wing people, for the most part, aren't supporting his ass. And he only sold 150000 which is like, what, a little over a million dollars a month? And they're losing $4 million a day, so that's not going to cut it. But of course, Jordan Peterson wants his safe space. He wants to make sure that he don't have to see any negative opinions, any uh, contrary comments. He can say whatever he wants to. He can make fun of the... Uh, plus-size model on the Sports Illustrated couple. He can misgender everybody he wants to, but if you dare say anything to him, Elon, make sure these people are a different part of the site than me. Banish them. Yeah, that's not censorship at all, is it? Super free speech. Just goes to show you that the, everything they say is bullshit. Nothing they say means anything. They're just full of crap. And Elon Musk, proving it. Here's a free speech warrior, free speech absolutionist, the guy who bought Twitter, paid $44 billion just to restore free speech to the platform. Now he's saying, new Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Negative hate tweets will be max de-boosted and demonetized, so no ads or other revenue to Twitter. You won't find the tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the internet. So what he's describing here is shadow banning. Literally, the conservatives made these claims that Twitter was shadow banning their accounts. There's never been any proof of this. No evidence. We don't know this has actually happened, but this is their claim. They were shadow banning everything, and shadow banning is the most evil censorship thing you can fucking possibly do. That is the 
death of free speech is shadow banning people without their knowledge. And they were like, Elon, please come rescue us from this shadow banning. So Elon gets there. And the first thing he does is say, yeah, we go shadow ban anybody we don't like. I mean, who gets to decide what's a negative and a hate tweet? Well, Elon does. It's basically going to be anybody on the left that says anything he don't want. You think he's going to be shadow banning his right wing chud friends? Of course not. So now it got a couple hundred thousand likes on this tweet. They were begging him to come in to end shadow banning, which, like I said, there was no proof was even happening. And now they're like, yay, shadow banning, you're awesome, which once again shows you their words don't mean anything. This has nothing to do with free speech. Elon Musk just wants to control what speech can be put out on uh, the Twitter airwaves. Obviously, anybody that makes fun of him, banned or fired from Mr. Free Speech. And, uh, Then he's like, what should Twitter do next? And they're like, bring Alex Jones back. And he's like, no, because he don't give a fuck about free speech. If you care about free speech, why not bring Alex Jones back? Well, the reason he's not bringing Alex Jones back, because he knows that's going to be horrible for advertisers. Advertisers are already so skittish to advertise on Twitter and bringing a bomb thrower, a liar, a propagandist, a conspiracy theorist like Alex Jones back on the site to spread further lies and misinformation that harm people will only make it less likely for advertisers to spend money on his website. So, nope! Who who gives a shit about free speech? Suddenly, it's uh, more about money than that, huh? Curious. Who could have seen that coming? And see, this tweet is unavailable. This is something that didn't happen before. If I hit refresh, let's see if it comes back. Nope. Let's see if I hit refresh again to come back. There it goes. It comes back. See? The fucking site is fucking up, y'all. He's he's done fired and had so many of his goddamn engineers quit the site is slowly deteriorating right before our eyes it's just hilarious to watch i mean i'm kind of sad a little bit because twitter is a good source of information and i uh do base a lot of my show on it but it is hilarious how uh stupid this motherfucker is for spending 44 billion dollars this thing and then destroying it anyway of course he's got to do some whataboutism try to point the finger at somebody else So he points the finger at FTX and he's like, FTX losing over a billion dollars of client funds? And it's just uh, two rhinoceros fucking, and this guy's uh, a photographer. He don't even see it because he's too busy taking a picture of senators calling for the FTC investigation of Twitter. That's right. Why does no senator call for investigations of FTX? Why are they so interested in Twitter instead of FTX? It's not fair. It's almost like they have an agenda, but of course it's a fucking lie. Senators all over the place are calling for investigations of FTX. Here's a couple examples. FTX, Bankman Fried to face congressional scrutiny over collapse. U.S. Senator Warren Durbin probe FTX collapse. House lawmakers call Sam Bankman-Fried other executives to testify at hearing on FTX collapse. FTX faces U.S. Justice Department probe report. Huh? Curious how you're just a fucking piece of shit liar, Elon Musk. But always got to try to distract. Look over there, squirrel! And it works on a uh, huge section of his fan base. But folks, we already know why conservatives like Elon Musk so much. It's not a mystery. But in case you're wondering, 
They will tell you themselves. Here is Greg Gutfeld just going to tell you outright. The other thing about, that I like about Elon Musk a lot is that I am a jerk. He's a jerk. The other thing about, that I like about Elon Musk a lot. Yeah, that's right. I'm a jerk. He's a jerk. I love jerks. Man, you know, I really love when people treat other people like shit. He goes in and he just treats his employees like slaves, like they're worthless, like he don't give a shit about them. He just throws them away at the drop of a fucking hat, ha doesn't treat them with any kind of respect whatsoever. I love that. It's almost like the cruelty is the point with these people. Hmm. Amazing. And uh, then this guy, Elon Musk. I guess like most conservatives, has absolutely no self-awareness whatsoever. It's amazing the level to his lack of self-awareness has fallen to. So here's a study from Harvard, from the world of engineering. Harvard study found that hiring one highly productive, toxic worker does more damage to a company's bottom line than employing several less productive but more cooperative workers. This could literally be describing Elon Musk. It's like they did a study showing how some stupid fucking CEO doesn't know what the fuck he's doing that has complete disdain for his workers coming to fuck everything up. So, of course, Elon Musk replies to this tweet, completely missing that it's about him. And says, output of any company is the vector sum of people within it. Someone may be a strong vector, but negatively affect those around them to such a degree that they are a net negative. You're talking about yourself! What the fuck? <laughs> Look in the mirror, dude. You're literally describing yourself. You have destroyed that website. And yeah, here's a picture of Garfield. Huh? I wonder who that's for. I wonder who they could be talking about. Can't be me. I'm amazing. And uh, <laughs> also, this dude, he's so weird. He has this obsession with the overuse of crying Twitter emojis. I swear, if anybody that uses this emoji is the maddest person in the world. You only use this emoji when you're angry and you're trying to cover it up. But look how often he uses this thing. It's like his go-to. Dude is always crying himself laughing. Your eyeball is going to fall out, dude, if you're crying that fucking much. Just crazy. And these are the people that call us NPCs. Like we repeat the same shit over and over again. But, uh... At least he has his chud fanboys to continuously suck his dick. You remember on, uh, I guess it was a couple shows ago, I showed you his employee that was like very calmly explaining to him why he was wrong about Twitter being slow in other countries. He went step by step explaining why it was slow and what they were doing to fix the problem. And of course, Elon fired him. But Elon made a fucking fool out of himself because the guy obviously knew what he was talking about. And was just trying to tell Elon what you could do to fix this problem. Well, obviously, the quartering has to bootlick for Elon Musk. So he puts out a video. This is spin on it. 
A classic fuck around and find out moment just happened at Twitter. An entitled developer at the company tried to Elon Musk on the platform he owns. It did not go well. He just got fired. Elon embarrasses ex-employee. He literally did not embarrass that guy. That guy incredibly embarrassed Elon Musk. Called him out. Showed that he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. That he's just a fucking moron. And he fired the guy because he's butthurt over it. So, of course, he embarrassed the guy and using the trigger lib picture again because these guys have no originality whatsoever. They're just the saddest fucks in the goddamn planet. But I guess, you know, he'll get a hundred times the views I get. So, I guess don't hate the player, hate the game in this shitty fucking system. YouTube will ban people for making clips of my show, but they'll let his shit uh, get boosted up in the algorithm to infinity. And another day, another Tesla on fire. Yeah, here's another video of a Tesla burning up. Now, I know uh, cars burn up all the time, but it doesn't look good for your company when this happens continuously, Elon. New FTX CEO highlights pervasive. Ah, that's not even it. I thought this was a video of the car burning. Anyway, yeah, car burning all the way down to the fucking ground. I think they hit some debris. As they were going down the road and it ruptured one of the batteries. So the whole fucking thing caught on fire. It took like 10 times the amount of water to put the fire out that it normally put, call, uh, takes them to put out a car fire. So uh, another bad week for Elon Musk. Tesla stock dropped another 2% today. So good. Tesla to zero. Elon to zero. Fuck this motherfucker. I think we can all agree. Hey, but it's fun watching him collapse his entire website. It's fun watching him burn $44 billion. And all right, that is my He Shall Be Elon coverage. What you guys got to say about it? Elon needs a therapy animal. He needs a hug for sure. He needs to just like uh, put somebody else in charge of Twitter and go back to Tesla. He's ruining both companies. Dusty, I'm talking to the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. Yeah, good luck on that. Even Michael Jackson couldn't do that. Got addicted to the drugs and died from it. Psh, stupid Michael Jackson. Dusty, soon a Tesla car will cost a penny. Uh, probably because everybody's going to start keying them. It's a chud car. Do not buy a Tesla. Can you give a high-level FTX overview? What, do you, what is a high-level FTX overview? What do you mean? Haven't I already told you about FTX? I don't know. It's crypto shit. Not that interesting to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Let me read the super chat, folks. Hell yeah, super chats. All right. Um, oh, we had one already from Thick Corgi. Two dollars. Thank you, Kit Corgi. Thick Corgi, appreciate it. Zap Brannigan. I work a lot of long twelve-hour nights away from my family. I appreciate the effort you put into the show, so I have a little entertainment. Keep up the good work. Hey, I appreciate. It. Thank you for tuning in tonight. I don't feel incredibly sharp tonight. I think it's because I. Uh, have been dieting really hard and my brain is not getting enough nutrients but it's only temporary only about another month of this shit and then i'll uh be at my peak weight and i'll be able to just maintain to be fine so bear with me everybody hunter is the goat and he's packing we talking about hunter biden i don't even like hunter biden i think hunter biden's a douche um Guy Couric, $5. Us short guys got to watch our weight. I look like a bowling ball at 185 and I'm 5'8". Yep. Uh, I'm about 180 now. 
I'm going to get down to about 160, I think. I think about 160, 165 is about my ideal weight. So working on it. Cuba Lord 1972, Bitcoin seems to be one of those things that if things are too good for you, they usually are. Yep, I mean, you can make money, but you probably won't. People keep putting good money after bad, losing it, losing it, losing it. Might as well just go to the casino and put like your money on red. You get like a, almost a 50% chance of doubling your money. That's better than Bitcoin, in my opinion. Hey, Dusty, shout out my three beautiful daughters, Michaela, Madison, and Melody. Grown with logic. Thanks, bro. Hey, logic to your beautiful daughters, Bob. Big black COVID. I'm broke as a joke. Here's some kitty cash. Hey, I'll take it. I am also broke as a joke, and it's not very funny. I am 62 tomorrow, Dusty. Happy birthday to me. Hey, happy birthday to you. You leveled up like a motherfucker. You go. Not everybody gets the privilege of living that long, so uh, you should feel honored. You look great. Hey, appreciate it, Lisa Leitner. You're very honest and sexy. Hell yeah. And $25 from Bassett Out Gang. Very generous. Thank you, Bassett Out Gang. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Bassett Out Gang. Thanks for the great content. Greetings from the Florida of the Midwest, Ohio. Hey, that's better than Florida and Ohio. It can't be as bad as Florida. No way. Good to see you, Bassett. Lori Burris, $5. The more you piss off the repugs, the better. It is fun. I'm usually not into schadenfreude, but I'm uh, kind of digging it. Kira Lover, Elon Musk, Titanic, my heart will go on. LOL, LOL, yep. He going down with a sinking ship, rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. It's kind of amazing, though. I mean, I know he's not doing it on purpose, but like, there's almost a conspiracy theory in my mind that thinks that because the left was using Twitter to organize and get their message out, that he'd just rather kill it completely. But I don't think that's the case. I think he's just a fucking moron, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Lizzie Bennett, while I can't stop, stay to enjoy the live show, I enjoy hearing more about the sinking Titanic that is Twitter. Yeah, everybody seems to be liking my coverage on the Musk situation, so I'm going to keep doing it. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out X5 dollars. Thank you, shout out. Appreciate it. Uh, Martin is great. Yes, you are. These quitters should make their own social media. Blue Sky was made by the people from Twitter. Uh, hopefully, that'll be good and coming out before too long. And E, what's up, me? E! Had some fun this week and thought of you, E. Greatest show. It is the greatest show. Thank you for your generosity and your honesty, E. Cash me geeking. Dusty, if you want a good at shooters, look up box breathing. If you want a good at shooters, look up box breathing. I started taking slow calculated breaths and COD, and I went from sucking to kill streaks. Oh, okay. You're talking about sniping in games. Yeah, I actually noticed when I was playing New World, that I was gripping my mouth so tight. And like when I would fire my bow or my musket, I was gripping it so tight when I would hit the button, I would kind of jerk the mouse a little bit because I was gripping it and I had to teach myself to like relax, relax. You want to very softly push the trigger. Very, very gently do it and keep your grip very relaxed and help my shooting a lot. Elon and Trump would make good cellmates. Yeah, but I don't have any optimism about them holding any rich person accountable because this is a fucking America. Even OJ got off. What's he going to do? Hit the thumbs up, fuckos. Victoria said so. You guys better do it or else. Sherry Westman Dodge. Very generous, Sherry. You didn't say anything, but you didn't have to. I feel you. Mm. 
Pen Sylvester, how will you adapt with your show if Twitter dies? I will probably be very, very heavily uh, Reddit-oriented. This show will be all about Reddit. And then whatever comes next, like, if Twitter dies, something else will be next. Either Mastodon or Blue Sky or maybe Google Plus will come back or maybe something completely new. But whatever comes next, I'll be uh, Johnny on the spot to cover it. Love your show, Dusty. Great as always. Hey, appreciate it. Usahol, good to see you. Django Fett, Hishab, Elon, I know, right? And Eon Edge, what? Very generous, $50. Going to take you so seriously right now. Hey, Dusty, I'm the fan who mailed you the book. Animals in the Last Life. Hey, I appreciate that. I read some of that on the toilet. Your dog had died and you were in so much pain. My dog passed yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. My love and watching you right now helps me grieve. The pain is intense. Love everything you do. I mean, I, I've i been there. I know how it is. Um, it's like losing a child. People that don't have pets just don't understand. Uh, but uh, all you can do is focus on the fact that I'm sure you gave your pet a great life. Like a way better life than animals would have had out in the wild. And you loved them while they could. And their time on this earth was uh, was great, I'm sure, with you. So you just got to kind of focus on that. And, you know... Uh, I know it's easier easier said than done, but try not to let it get it down, get you down too much. But you know, everybody's to grieve. It, it will get better, I promise. But we're all here for you, you know. And uh, thank you very much for your generosity. It's good to see you tonight, Guy Couric. Five dollars. There is a new battery technology that doesn't start a fire as a result of battery damage. Tesla refused to use it. Yeah, why well, have a safe battery when you can just have bad press all the time? Makes sense. And Rip John Fitzerman. I don't know who that is, but I will look it up. All right, cool. More Super Chats, please. All the rest of them will be read at the end of the show. And also, hit the like button, fuckos. Why have you not hit it already? Is it because you're worthless? I hate you, but I don't. I love you. But please hit the like button anyway. And now, going to do some Chat Watch. Before we do Chud Watch, I forgot to shill my patron. Uh, please become a patron, folks. I only make money from Super Chats, and I'm a patron. I don't sell anything. I don't make any money off advertising on the show. I just make it with you guys, uh, users supporting the show. So please, please do so. Dollar or two a month, whatever you can afford. It all adds up. There's a link in the description of this video. Please click on it. Please chip in. Please. I'm begging. Don't make me beg. I'm pathetic. I will beg and grovel. All right, moving on to the Chud Watch. First off on a nice Chud Watch, so uh, Donald Trump announced his presidency. Um, announced his presidential run anyway. And I agree with Tristan. That man attempted a coup, and they let him run for president again? There are stricter rules at Planet Fitness, and it's true, but it's a trash country, so doesn't even matter if you violently tried to overthrow the government and start yourself as a dictator. You can still run again, apparently. Why not? Who cares? I guess yeah, it makes sense. And uh, then, outside of where he was going to announce... These people showed up to cheer him on, and they're exactly the type of people you would expect. Happening now, Trump supporters chant USA, USA, and stomp on Governor Ron DeSantis' flag outside a Trump Tower in New York City. USA! 
He cruises for rough trade on Castro Street. This is Street. Ed, the Santa Claus. Put him on a short leash. I can't stop the video in time because it's out of sync for me. But anyway, as always, classy. That is the hallmark of the Trump supporter. You know it is. Hubert Lover said, I did read uh, one of their messages. Let's see. What did I miss? Dusty, you should become head of Twitter. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I my, my main account is still permanently banned on Twitter, so not going to make me head of that thing anytime soon. But, yep. So, uh, then the next thing, you know, Trump's on stage, and he's announced that he's going to run for president. And I'm starting to think this motherfucker might be slightly delusional. And we love both sides. We're going to bring people together. We're going to unify people. And it was happening in the previous administration, previous to the previous. And uh, what was bringing them together was success. Prior to COVID coming in, the people were calling me, that were calling me. You wouldn't believe it. People that were so far left, I figured they'd never speak to me and I would never speak to them. But our success was so incredible, like never before, and then COVID started coming in from China. We call it the China virus. Some people call it other things. But it, and we love both. That's right, folks. Didn't he unify us all? Wasn't he the great unifier? In no way did he split the country completely in fucking half. Definitely a real life from this crazy motherfucker. And uh, apparently, what are you doing? Don't pee on my bed. Are you peeing? No, she's not peeing. She's being a sweet girl. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I accused you wrongly of peeing on my bed. I do not want you to pee on my bed. That would be bad. I do not enjoy that. Thank you for not doing that. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Beautiful CC. Anyway, folks, uh, one of his main platform promises is that he's going to put drug dealers to death. Good God, this guy's psycho. Responsible for death, carnage, and crime all over our country. Every drug dealer during his or her life on average, will kill 500 people with the drugs they sell, not to mention the destruction of families. But we're going to be asking everyone who sells drugs. Imagine how deaths that'd be. Every drug dealer? So I've known, like, so many weed dealers. I'm 100% certain that they never killed a goddamn soul, not one of them. Imagine the thousands of deaths that would have had to happen if that were true. Just complete bullshit made up. Gets caught selling drugs to receive the death penalty for their heinous acts. Because 
It's the only way. Yay! Murder! We don't need any it's more the only way. committees. We don't need I don't like to say this, and I don't even know if the American public is ready for it, and a lot of my people say, please don't say that, sir. That's not nice. They kill 500 people each on average. And if you don't do this... Then why did you pardon several of them? You literally gave pardon to several drug dealers who gave you money. It's almost like you're full of shit and don't care about anything you goddamn say. So, the good news is, folks, that I don't think Trump is going to win. I did say that, like, early on when Trump first started running, so I could be wrong again, but it's not looking good for him. Uh, The winds are against him this time unlike they were the first time. First off, apparently some in the crowd were trying to leave. See, this tweet is unavailable. It used to not do that. Now if I hit refresh, I bet it'll come back. There, Nope, let me hit refresh again. See this shit? Twitter's breaking before our eyes. Nope, let me hit it again. There it is. Three refreshes before it comes back, folks. Great job, Elon Musk. Everything's going swimmingly over there at Twitter. So anyway, while he was giving his speech, apparently a lot of people were trying to leave because it was boring, uh, but the security wouldn't let anybody out. I guess it would be bad for optics if they left, so they have a security guy going, nope, don't let them leave. Help is on the way. Joe Biden has abolished America's borders. We are going to restore right and secure America's borders just like we had them before. We're trying to walk out. We built the wall. And he's like, and now we will nope. To it. Now nope. We built the wall. Block them. Don't let them leave. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Welcome to the Hotel California. And, uh, Then, folks, he got mocked roundly on social media, not just by Democrats, not just by the left, but conservatives are shitting all over Trump now. He's out of favor. They're claiming that his nomination speech was boring as shit. Catherine Watson says, we've watched Trump with more visible energy and excitement in many of his rallies than right now in Mar-a-Lago. John Favreau. Trump has never been able to combine the energy of his rallies with the message discipline of his terribly written speeches that he obviously hates. Zach Aboonchamp. Trump can't even muster up the energy to demagogue well. Even Meghan McCain. Meghan McCain, y'all. Why is this so boring? Ezra Levin. Trump is boring and low energy. Is Trump sick and under the weather? Voice, demeanor, cadence, all low energy as hell. Yep. Might want to hype it up a little bit, Trump, when you're declaring you're running for fucking president. Even Megyn Kelly, or Megyn, as I like to call her, went public saying she fell asleep. It was so boring. I, I know he was trying to do presidential and he was trying to not screw anything up for Herschel Walker, but he did seem a little low energy. I was slightly bored. I'm not going to lie. I did fall asleep. But I, I know he was trying to do presidential and he fell asleep. So not looking good for Trump. All these people who used to worship him are now saying he's boring. Even the white nationalists are turning against him, folks. You know it's bad when white supremacists are turning on Trump. Here's a white nationalist, Vincent James. People don't want elegance. People want revenge. And this is what was promised to us. This is what was promised to us. 
Trump promised revenge. This is what people want. They're not looking for elegance. They're not looking to, to toe the line, to follow the rules, to follow the rule of law, because that's not what they're doing to us. That's not what they're doing to us. People are looking for Trump to go Mussolini mode. And it's not just the far right who is thinking this. It's every single Trump supporter out there, every single Trump voter out there who is is thinking this. I don't know who wrote the speech, but the speech was dog shit for the most part. It, it was it was dog shit. <laughs> dog shit, Trump! Even the white supremacists think you're dog shit now, Trump. It's going bad. It's bigly going bad, Trump. And uh, even the far-right news publications are posting articles against Trump now. Here's the National Review about as chud as it fucking possibly gets. One of these rags that used to lick his balls. Now they put out this. No. <laughs> uh, referring to Trump running for president. The article starts off to paraphrase of Voltaire after he attended an orgy. Once was an experiment, twice would be perverse. A bruised Donald Trump announced a new presidential bid on Tuesday night, an invitation to double down on the outrages and failures of the last several years that Republicans should reject without hesitation or doubt. Holy shit. Even some of the evangelicals are turning on him, folks. These people are really not just telling on Trump, but they're telling on themselves. Evangelical figures who previously supported Donald Trump are backing off now that he's announced his third bid for presidency. Donald Trump can't save America, Mike Evans told the Washington Post. He can't even save himself. Evans was part of a group of evangelicals who met with Trump at the White House and at one point gave him an award. Now he says he's done with Trump. Now this is the real telling part here. He used us to win the White House. We had to close our mouths and eyes when he said things that horrified us, Evans told newspaper. I cannot do that anymore. Bullshit. He, he did use you guys, but you used him too. You knew what this fucking was. Nobody made you close your eyes. Nobody made you shut your mouth. You did it because you're all pathetic fucking con man who aren't about shit, who don't stand for anything, who don't have any fucking integrity. You're just shameless grifters. So yeah, all you care about is power. So when he was winning, you were willing to look the other way. You're willing to let him do anything. You're willing to swear up and down in your congregation that he's a changed man, that the sins from his past don't mean shit, that he's asked for forgiveness and that's all that fucking matters. But now that he's fucking losing, now suddenly, oh my God, I ain't closing my mouth anymore. I mean, you know this makes you look bad, right? Trump already looks bad. He don't need your fucking help. This makes you look like the dog shit you goddamn are. Robert Jeffries, one of Trump's evangelical advisors during the 2016 campaign, and a longtime supporter said he's not ready to endorse him again. And there's a bunch of them that spoke out. They're all fleeing from the sinking ship. All the rats and even Fox News giving him the business. They posted this on their Truth Social account just to get a dig at him. GOP mega donors want to move on from three-time loser Trump. Look to back Republican. Uh, look to back Ron DeSantis, basically. Yep, DeSantis is their new boy. Trump is old news. 
Move over, bacon. Now there's something meatier. It's sizzling. Guess Ron DeSantis is the new sizzling. But not everybody has abandoned Donald Trump. You still got some extremely fucking weird dudes supporting you, Trump. Like uh, former congressperson Madison Cawthorn, who looking weird as shit, dude. I guess he's decided to cosplay as Max Hedrum or something. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. But anyway, let's watch him suck those nuts. Yeah, I will follow this man until the day I die, you know, barring some terrible information. But this man has bled for us. This man has fought for us. This man has put his entire career, has put his entire life, has put his entire persona, everything about him, everything about the Trump family, the children, him, his wife. He's put it all on the line for every single one of us. And so to the conservatives who are talking about, oh, well, maybe his time's over or what. Where is your loyalty? How can you look yourself in the mirror as a man and say, oh, well, I'll turn my back on somebody, you know, when the going gets tougher, when it's not a sure thing. This man fought for you. This man gave us a strong nation. He gave us strong foreign trade. He gave us strong trade policies. He he got us out of foreign interventionism. He stopped spending overpaying for NATO and for all of our alliances. He made the world fear us. And you know what? I don't really want a president who is just loved and going to be hugged on and wear the exact same clothes as some freaking communist dictator does in China. I want a president who people are terrified of, who's going to push people out of the way when he's walking up because he's the United States of freaking America and he represents every single one of us. That's right. What I really want is a giant fucking piece of shit. Bigger the piece of shit you are, the better. I don't want you to be nice and respectful and presidential. I want people to be terrified, scared. You know how I really want? Like a Jeffrey Dahmer president. I want somebody who would just eat motherfuckers. Somebody everybody's scared as shit of. Yeah, just goddammit, these people are so awful. Just the most ridiculous human beings on earth. And dude, what is with this look? He looking just like Max Hedrum. You guys remember, 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 remember Max Hedrum? Remember that back from the 80s and shit? Now, I wasn't allowed to watch Max Hedrum when I was a kid because he was uh, from the devil. Yeah, that's what they told me. Max Hedrum was a demon. He's ushering in the Antichrist. And uh, because of Max Hedrum, Jesus come back any five minutes now. They literally told me that, folks. But I watched it anyway. I did it. Fuck you, Christians. But it looks just like Max Hedrum. What are you doing, dude? I don't know, but it's funny. So uh, I guess thank you. And uh, then his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, getting out there and shamelessness is their superpower, folks. Great country we once were. Here you had the architect and the engineer of one of the most successful times of American history, Donald Trump, telling you how we get back there. And I don't think there's ever great country we once were. Here you had the architect. Literally, there is no metric that you can name from Trump that is not better now. They said that he was the best president of all time uh, for black folks. Because the unemployment rate for black folks was lower when he was president than it's ever been. It's lower right now under Joe Biden. So does that mean Joe Biden is the best president for black folks? They said that he was the best president for the economy because the stock market had never been higher. Stock market right now is higher than it was under Trump. Does that mean Joe Biden's the best president? Every fucking metric you use has been destroyed by Joe Biden. But of course, we want to pretend like that's not true. Pretend like everything was gravy under fucking Trump and it's worse now. Just lies shameless, shameless. God love them. They ain't got no shame. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, Lindsey Graham, super masculine Lindsey Graham. Of course, he got Trump's back, y'all. Lindsey Graham says, if President Trump continues this tone and delivers this message on a consistent basis, he will be hard to beat. His speech not contrasting his policies and results against the Biden administration charts a winning path for him in the primaries and the general elections. And God, guys, please, please jump back on the Trump bandwagon. He is such a fucking loser. You guys got no shot with Trump. You're going to lose even worse than last time. So please, please hit your wagon to this horse again, Lindsey Graham. You never fucking learn your lesson, and it's glorious. But uh, apparently, Facebook has come out to let their fact checkers know that now that Trump has declared he is running for president, he is no longer allowed to be fact checked. Amazing, Facebook. God damn it, you guys cannot go bankrupt fast enough. Facebook's fact-checkers will need to stop fact-checking former President Donald Trump following the announcement that he is running for president, according to a company memo attained by CNN. While Trump is currently banned from Facebook, the fact-check ban applies to anything Trump says, and false statements made by Trump can be posted to the platform by others, despite Trump's ban. Team Trump, a page run by Trump political group, is still active and has 2.3 million followers. So cool. Not allowed to lie on this platform unless you're running for president. They just lie all the fuck you want to. And we'll just let you do it because why not? Why would we not tell the truth? Why would we not keep our platform from being used to spread harmful propaganda misinformation? Just fuck you. Fuck everything about you, goddamn Zuckerberg. I mean, I kind of like the fact that you're one of the innovators of VR technology, which I love. But other than that, goddammit, you suck, dude. And <laughs> this is how bad it's getting, folks. Even Herschel Walker calling out Trump because Trump is stealing from Herschel Walker. The grift never ends. Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker campaign has accused Republicans, including former President Donald Trump, of deceptive fundraising. Mr. Walker is set to face Senator Raphael Warnock in a runoff in Georgia on 6th of December, after neither man won a majority of the vote during the last week's election. Uh, so basically what they're doing is, they're sending out this email, the Trump campaign is, we need everyone focused on winning the Georgia Senate race and deceptive Fundraising tactics by teams that just want... Oh, this is not what Trump set out. This is what uh, the team of Walker said. We need everyone focused on winning the Georgia Senate race and deceptive fundraising tactics by teams that just won their races are siphoning money away from Georgia. So, uh, the email Trump sent out was, President Trump is calling on his strongest supporters to step up and rush in a contribution to our official Georgia runoff fundraising goals. So yeah, it's important. You guys send in the money so we can help back up Herschel Walker in Georgia. Well, what happened is, unless you click on the fine print and go in and edit it, it sends 90% of the money to Trump and only 10% to Herschel Walker. Literally using the Georgia runoff to steal from the people who might donate to Herschel Walker. So Herschel's like, what the fuck? Yeah, Herschel, this is what you've gotten in bed with. Learn to love it, fucko. 
It's beautiful. I hope he takes every cent from you. I hope he grips every one of you motherfuckers. You all deserve it. And speaking of Herschel Walker, folks, it is hard to believe, but this is literally what he's saying at campaign events. Oh, do you ever watch a stupid movie late at night hoping it's going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because the other night, the other night I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires and cool people, are they not? But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then, anyway, as I'm watching this movie, and then you can tell how stupid it is because it's one in the morning. So I'm watching my TV, uh, these kids watching their TV, a uh, vampire kill on their TV. So you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching, though. As I'm watching this show, what was funny, these kids had a vampire in their attic at their house. So they were watching their TV. Now, I'm watching my TV as they're watching their TV, or they see the vampire killer on their TV. So they win this contest to bring this actor. Now, y'all got to stay with me. Bring this actor who's a vampire killer from that TV to get rid of this real-life vampire in that attic. So as this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff. He got all the right stuff because you know, got to have a state and got to have a thing to, to kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic because that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. You got to have a cross because it burns. I know that worked. And then all of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house, this, 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 this guy has got the holy water. He's blessing the house, this actor. Now, he's all fake. He's blessing the house with his holy water. They walked upstairs, and this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? Looking all good in this black suit. Floated from the ceiling. He floated from the ceiling looking good and cool. And I'm thinking, whoa, they better get out of that house. If somebody float from your ceiling, get out of that house. That's, that's not your house. But as he floated from the ceiling, the kids jumped behind that hero. As they jumped behind that hero, the guy jumped in front of him with this holy water, threw it on the vampire forehead. He covered his eyes. And he took his hand away. He started laughing. And he said, that don't work. He took the cross, he put it on the vampire's forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. He said, that don't work. And that's the way it is in our life. It doesn't even work unless you got faith. It is time for us to have faith. We got to have faith in our fellow brother. We got to have faith in this country. We got to have... It's just fucking bad stand-up. Just the most ridiculous gobbledygook. Yeah, let's elect this guy fucking... Senator, immediately, let's do it. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Just, good God, y'all. Just so fucking cringe. But at least his son, and uh, possibly the most unlikable human being on the planet, is also turning against Trump. So slightly more likable, but also uh, horrifically unlikable. Anyway, I'm sorry. So I'm going to make an analogy. It's kind of dirty. Just bear with me. I'm not usually vulgar on my page, but just hang with me. So I feel like politically we've been hooking up with someone and it was a good hookup. They did us good. It was fun. We were in this long-term toxic relationship. This hookup came along. It was fun. It was a rush. We had a great time, but now we're looking to start dating again for marriage. We're looking you know, the next step in life, we want to settle down. And so we, we've kind of got to tell the hookup, but the hookup wants to hold us hostage. And we're like, whoa, hey, had a great time. It was fun. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed your time with me. I'm just not sure you're who I want to like 
marry moving forward. I, I, I'm not sure I can commit that to you. And I, I mean, we never stepped in like we were like bound for life. That's where I kind of feel like we're at politically. One thing I want to add to that analogy is we're not going back to the toxic relationship we had before we met the hookup. The hookup taught us a lot about what we want moving forward in marriage. We're just not sure if we want it with the hookup. Have a great time with you. We're not sure if your marriage material love a lot of things about you. We're not going back to our ex at all. We love lots about you, but, but moving forward, we just kind of want someone who is just maybe a little different. <laughs> so yeah, this dude talking about hooking up with Trump, y'all. Yeah, just have dirty sex with Trump. Used to fuck him in the booty, get fucked in the booty all by Trump. I used to pick up his gut and find that little mushroom penis underneath. But now I'm like, shh. Ron DeSantis, looking super sexy in those boots. Want to get fucked by that? Sorry, Trump. Great analogy, Herschel Walker, son. Super cool. And has there ever been a more spineless piece of fucking cowardly shit than Mike Pence? Here's Mike Pence talking about Donald Trump, a man who literally tried to have him killed. I was always loyal to President Donald Trump. He was my president and he was my friend. I was always loyal to President He was my president and he was my friend. He was neither. I guess he was your president. He wasn't your fucking friend, dude. Your friends don't try to have you goddamn killed. Somebody give Mike fucking Pence a hug or some shit. This dude needs a friend bad. If you think that's a fucking friend, you never goddamn had a friend. You're so gutless. Holy fucking shit. And speaking of how gutless this motherfucker is, here he is saying that he doesn't owe Congress any testimony. He doesn't have to explain shit to the American people. He doesn't owe us anything. Even though we really didn't know what happened on January 6th. We need to know what the Secret Service told him. We need to know the conversations he had with you. We need to know all that shit. He's like, fuck y'all. I don't know it to you. Do you intend to ever sit and answer questions written in person for the January 6th committee? Do, do you believe, though, that the public deserves that? Is this interview it? Is this book it? Or will you answer questions about that day before Congress? Well, I'm... I shared my heart and I shared my story in this book, and we'll continue to speak openly about it. I expect to some degree for the rest of my life. But from the time that January 6th was formed, and every member was appointed by the Democrat Speaker of the House, I, I was concerned. But your chief of the reason every member was appointed by Democrats is because Republicans refused to cooperate. They literally said they were not going to put anybody forth. They weren't going to be a part of it. You can't decide you're not going to be a part of it and then bitch that you weren't made a part of it. It doesn't fucking work like that, you goddamn douchebags. Staff spoke to them. Mark Shore, your legal counsel, Greg Jacobs testified. I'll I'll get to that. But but you don't want to engage with them at all? No, I served for 12 years in the Congress. It's inconceivable to me that one party would appoint every member of a committee in Congress. That's antithetical to the whole idea of the committee system. Mm -hmm. That being said, I never stood in the way 
of senior members of my team cooperating with the committee and testifying. Um, but Congress has no right to my testimony. We have a separation of powers under the Constitution of the United States, um, and I believe it would establish a terrible precedent uh, for the Congress to summon a vice president of the United States Chicken to speak shit. about Bullshit the all that. that took place uh, at the White House. So and, you're, you're uh, closing the door on that entirely. Um, I'm closing the door on that. And, uh, but I must say again that the partisan nature of the January 6th committee uh, has been a disappointment to me. It seemed to me in the beginning there was an opportunity to examine every aspect uh, of what happened on January 6th. And, and then you guys decided not to fucking participate. You don't get to not participate and then use that as a fucking excuse. It's just so frustrating how slimy all of these motherfuckers are. Just no integrity whatsoever. Just lies. It's all they fucking do. But at least God had a good rib at him. Apparently, Mike Pence is shilling his new book, got an entire primetime special on CNN to shill his book. Great going, CNN. Of course, CNN is owned by a Trump donor now. So we even lost fucking CNN. We've lost Twitter, CNN. Uh, they got YouTube, fucking Facebook, 9 out of 10, every single goddamn day. Uh, the most active links are Republican. They own the fucking internet now. It's just shitty. Anyway, his book's called So Help Me God. And God says, no. Awesome. Love it. Get him, God. Fuck that, dude. Why has God not got a blue check mark? Psh, Elon's slipping again. And uh, the Republicans uh, took control of the House, which means they can subpoena people now and they can hold uh, hearings and committees and whatnot. So, of course, uh, they're going to spend all their time fighting inflation and gas prices. I'm just kidding. It's going to all be about Hunter Biden's laptop every single day. Nothing but Hunter Biden's laptop. So you guys look forward to that. Nothing but nonstop hearings and committees about Hunter Biden all day long. And uh, as always, I've said this many times before, fuck Hunter Biden. Put his ass under the goddamn jail. Don't give a shit about Hunter Biden. Seems like a fucking creep to me. But also, uh, he doesn't hold any position in the government whatsoever. This is not going to solve the problems of the American people in any way. But that doesn't matter. They're not interested in that anyway. They're just in, interested in making Joe Biden look bad. So that's what they're going to be focused on. And uh, this should be in beyond parody, but let's just put it in the Chud Watch. Mitch McConnell, who is in an interracial marriage, married to an Asian lady, voted against interracial marriage. Make it make sense. Well, I mean... Obviously, the reason they're voting against it is because the Democrats put it forward. Now, they'll have some kind of excuse. They'll say something like, uh, something in the bill said that if churches discriminate against interracial couples, that they could remove their tax exempt status, which they should do. Absolutely. That is a good part of the bill. But they'll say, nah, they shouldn't fucking punish churches just because they're fucking racist bigots. That's why I voted against it. But we know why you voted against it. It's because you guys aren't about anything. You'll even turn on your own fucking spouse if it gives you a little edge in power. And uh, now, folks, it's time for some schadenfreude. I love me some schadenfreude. 
especially over the last couple weeks when they expected the red wave to happen. So now we're going to take a look at some clips of them bragging about the red wave and shit. But first off, here's Sean Hannity pretending like he has no idea where people got this idea there's a red wave coming. Who could have possibly have said this? It's the uh, guy in the hot dog costume who drove his hot dog mobile through the store, and he's like, who could have possibly have driven this hot dog mobile through this store? We're all trying to figure out how to do it. Who did this? Yeah, we know who did it. Keep playing dumb. But anyway, it's hilarious. Let's watch. Can't say for sure where the rumors of the red tsunami started because polls in almost every key race were within the margin of error. Red wave rising. That is the focus of tonight's angle. It's going to be a wave election and you're going to lose the Senate. I'll bet you $1,000 right now. The knives are being sharpened right now for Joe Biden. You know, Democrats are going to get crushed on November 8th because a red wave is coming. But I'm betting that Joy will learn two new words on Tuesday. It's red wave. How big could that looming red wave get? We begin this Sunday morning with expectations of a red wave this Tuesday. I think this election is going to be a red wave. I think we're going to win. You know what? I, I think, you know, your predictions of a red wave are accurate. And the reason I say that is because now even the mainstream media is catching up. We've been hearing, is it going to be a red wave? Is it going to be a red tsunami? I think it's going to be a red hurricane. When the red wave comes, and it is coming, Joe Biden's political utility is over. Are we in for a red wind here or a red wave? Red wave or red tsunami? What are you feeling today? I'm feeling red wave. And don't listen to the lies they're spewing that this could take days or days, you know, to know who won. This is total BS. A wave like this, we should know that, that night, basically, who won the Senate and the House. Anything that happens Wednesday into Thursday is gravy. And right out the back door, I've got a tropical storm brewing right right now. I think they're saying could be a category one by the end of the day. However, let me tell you what is a storm, that red wave. I'm telling you, if there's any indication based upon what we're seeing this morning, somebody made a surfboard and said the red wave. Yeah, who could have possibly been spreading this red wave shit? I have no idea where this could have been coming from, says Sean Hannity. Just goddamn shameless. God love them. They ain't got no shame, but they don't need it. Their viewers have the memories of goldfish, so they would just forget immediately. But hey, folks, did you know the red wave actually happened? It's true. It's not that Tim Pool was wrong about the red wave. He wasn't wrong. He was right. It actually happened if you just completely redefine what red wave means. Turned out to be not so much. The reality is, actually, it was a red wave. It, it was. If you are operating under the assumption that a red wave means Republicans are going to win everything, then it wasn't. But if you're operating under the assumption that Republicans were going to turn out to vote in major numbers, then you'd be correct. The problem is Democrats also saw major voter turnout. Although I think turnout's probably the wrong word for it because Democrats saw mass voter returns. I think that's actually what they're calling it now, returns. Turnout used to specifically refer to the fact that people would show up. They would turn out to vote. They would get up from their chairs, walk outside. Anyway, shut the fuck up, you bald, insecure motherfucker. Yeah, it was actually a red wave, folks. We didn't win anything, but that's not what a red wave means. Only it is. We know what you meant. Try to weasel out of it. And uh, these next few clips, man, mwah, 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 three chef kiss delicious. So 
This is Dave Rubin, the day before the elections. Watch how arrogant he is. Watch how sure he is. Watch how much he is so giddy at the thought of owning the libs and trying to put this shit in our face. Now that we know what the outcome is, these clips are so beautiful. It is November 7th, Monday, November 7th, 2022. So the Democrats know they're in for an ass a whooping. That's what they're in for. And there's many reasons for it. We're going to lay out a whole bunch of them. If you would have turned around when a guy like me three, four, five years ago was screaming about this stuff, you would have a whole bunch of people that were old school liberals still in the Democrat party, but you don't have them anymore. You don't have them. They have left. The train has left the station. So what do they want now as they realize they're about to get smashed? Now they want a truce. They want forgiveness now. But I don't think we're at forgiveness part yet. We're at, we got to crush you in the elections tomorrow. And then you guys have to honestly come crawling back. So Wednesday morning after the red wave, that is what's going to happen. And mainstream (laughs) media will be running around with election interference and what happened and do, 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 do. Do you see it? I'm sorry if you see it because you're going, oh shit, I don't want to see it because once I see it, I can't unsee it. But you see it, right? You see it. it like there's obviously something very special about this election. I, I, I wish it was just a regular nonsensical election, but this one is actually special because because freedom is truly on the docket, right? Like that's what people are really voting for this time. I'm very bullish on something like 54 in terms of the Senate for Republicans, I really am. And Arizona is as purple a state as you can get. I think it's about to go very red because of Blake and Carrie Lake. The people who I think tomorrow are really gonna decide the election are going to be the sort of former Dave Rubin types, the the current Bill Maher types, the, the liberals mugged by reality. The left did not listen to the Dave Rubins of years ago. They did not listen to the Bill Mars. They didn't listen to the Joe Rogans. They didn't listen to any of the people that were going, guys, enough uh-huh. is enough of this. We are not acting liberally. Uh, can we fix this thing? Can we turn this thing around? Any of it. They didn't listen to any of it. And they went completely crazy. The choice is yours, right? Like the choice is right now. This is the moment of choosing. Yeah, folks, we got, oh, Dave Rubin. He just knew, he just knew, trying to put it in our face. You guys are going to get owned so bad, it's going to be hilarious. It was hilarious, Dave. It's hilarious watching you fucking lose. And uh, (laughs) then... After the election, folks, it's a different story. It's like we need to secure elections. This Dropbox stuff, this early voting stuff, this bundle. Oh, before I play that, let me play the end of this clip. So here's what he's claiming beforehand, before the election. Here's what he's claiming that the left is going to do when they lose. So what's the next thing that they have to do right in front of our face? And this one, you really, really got to pay attention to. They are now, because they know they're about to get crushed, they are going to be the ones questioning election integrity. Suddenly, you know what's going to happen on Wednesday? You're going to be allowed to talk about election interference again. You're going to be allowed and encouraged, actually, 
to promote that there was fraud in the election and everything else. So Wednesday morning after the red wave, that is what's gonna happen. And mainstream media will be running around with election interference and what happened and do 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 do. That's right, the left, they're gonna get crushed and they're gonna start talking about election interference. And then the next day, this is him. It's like, we need to secure elections. This Dropbox stuff, this early voting stuff, this bundling stuff, and then deciding suddenly that, no, we'll find out maybe tomorrow. Ah, actually, it's gonna be three days. Oh, it's six days later, now we'll announce. It's, it's the worst feeling in the world when you vote and you don't feel like it counted or you feel like they just drop box it at the end or late voting or you waiting three days. So it's, it's like these people want, they either want fraud in the system or they want the appearance of fraud so that you just feel like you have no power. Even if it's all legit, as I keep saying, even if, even if there was no fraud within that whatsoever, although I think the more time that goes on from the, when people cast their vote to when it's announced, you, you're giving room for fraud. But even if there's no fraud, the idea that you wait six days and that all these things can happen, it puts the idea in people's mind that it's fraudulent. Uh, Lewin says, will Carrie Lake fight the fraud? Look, it's hard to know what the hell happened in Arizona. It almost felt like it was like destined to go this crazy way, right? Because Carrie Lake was, was the politician in this entire cycle who was talking about voter fraud more than anyone else. She was backing Trump on fraud claims more than anybody else. And then it turns out that her state... Yep, no evidence! But yeah, the left, they're going to lose, folks. And when they lose, they're going to come out straight bitching about fraud. Of course, immediately he loses. It was stolen. Oh, my God. Just such a fucking clown. God damn it. And one more from Dave Rubin, folks. Here's Dave saying, hey, you know those pundits that make all kinds of predictions and they get them wrong? They're so wrong about everything, yet they're never held accountable. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. I have a great track record of predicting things correctly, but uh, here's Dave Rubin's track record. I think I've basically gotten stuff right over the last couple of years. These people get everything wrong and then they get invited uh -huh. back. I really think Zeldin is gonna win in New York. That's the, that's the one that I think is the big one, okay? It, it is almost beyond imagination that Fetterman could win, okay? So I think Oz will win there. I have a lot of hope for Oz because I feel like he's sort of cut from my cloth. I do think Blake Masters is gonna win in Arizona as well as Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, who I, I think of all of the people is sort of the real lock out of these guys for tomorrow. She has just become a media all-star. She is just laying it out with these nonsensical questions. Like I really think the Senate, it, it could be end up 54 Republicans. I know that's bullish. And, you know, I know we're all in our own little bubbles. And, uh, as you know, it's possible that the Republicans are going to win a Senate seat in Washington state. I suspect Tudor Dixon is going to take down Gretchen Whitmer after all the COVID yeah. lockdown insanity. Yeah. Nevada. What's the guy's last name? Laxalt. 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 Yeah. Let's say he wins it. Let's say. You know, he was DeSantis's roommate in college. Did you know I did that? I not know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. It's in the mirror now. It's in the back mirror. Mm -hmm. And we can say, A.O. see you later. AOC you later. And I, I really you. think there's a chance. And as I keep saying, we just gotta get to a point where in America we can look in that back mirror and say, AOC you later, enough of her. Her reign of terror is almost over, I'm telling you. She's got a chance to lose this election, she really does. But I, I just think people have had it with the woke. There are no rallies for Democrats. There's no momentum there. They're prepping us for no momentum. 
There is a certain set of political people who can get everything wrong all the time and they somehow survive, right? Like a Bill Crystal or a Jennifer Rubin, some of these type of people. Uh, I would say you could go. I wonder who that could be. Who could that possibly be? Who gets shit wrong continuously and is never held accountable? Huh? Huh? Oh, it's almost like you and, uh, Tim Pool and all of you motherfuckers, always, always, continuously, consistently wrong, never held accountable, because you're conservative, and uh, your fans don't give a shit if you lie to them. If you're wrong, they will support you anyway. You know it's true. And, uh, and folks, this guy clipped Charlie Kirk's two-hour live election special. He starts out optimistic, uh, but then it goes downhill from there, and... Uh, a female guest on his show accidentally tells the truth. No one seems too excited about it, but she has a moment of clarity. Counties in Arizona, it's usually this north-south vertical, like, blue sliver. <laughs> it's, like, all red to the eastern part of the state, and then there's just blue sil sliver. We just, uh, we just tied that, which is great. It's really good. That's a good sign. And care, yeah, Katie, I think, I think Katie, Katie won that drop in Pima. Uh-oh. That's not good. Has to have happened. So, so let me get this straight. She's performing less than 10 points with Trump in Pima yeah. on the same sort of type of vote. Correct. Wow. So that, that, that's where she's at. Man, not only were tracking polls off, they were off by like six points. And it's this, incredible. Well, this, this is like a blue wave scenario. I mean, I'll... man, losing the Pima drop 12 points less than Trump. That hurts. But I'll tell you what. When was the last time Trump did a rally here? It was like early October. Yeah, but Trump Trump should have come in September. He should have come the first week of September. And I'm I'm shocked by some of these numbers, Wendy. I got to be honest. I mean, you, you know the state really well. You've been a grassroots activist for a while. The vibe on the ground was totally different than this, wasn't it? Yes. Well, we wonder now if we were in an echo chamber. Well, I mean, look, this I, is, I don't know. I'm the, just beginning to get some perspective. Look, look, I, 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 I <laughs> yeah. well, good on you, lady. There's your perspective. You're exactly right. You guys are in a fucking echo chamber, jacking each other off, you little circle jerk. And uh, you're wrong as usual, fucking wrong about everything. Why would this be any different? And also, Elijah Schaefer was streaming during the uh, Carrie Underwood vote counting. And uh, once again, just telling you right to your face, they don't want everybody to vote. They know the more people that vote, uh, the worse they do. So they want to disenfranchise the voters as much as they possibly can. But I love watching them freak out. Let's have a look. Katie Hobbs is the projected winner. The race has been called by multiple sources as being completed. And the reason why it's been called is exactly what we've expected. And what Mark was saying was the fact that the races will always be called for the Democrat candidate when they've collected enough votes to win. And, and, and in many of these states, there are theoretically yeah, more Democrat voters than Republicans. That's why our founding fathers did not set up 
our republic to be a pure democracy. They don't want stupid fucking morons who haven't done shit in their life to be voting. All these, all this movement that the left uses, like on you know on Instagram and Facebook, and go out and vote, vote. No, don't vote, you fucking idiot. Don't vote. You are stupid. You are a degenerate piece of scum. Your existence is menial. In fact, God loves you. Most of us don't. Your own family doesn't support you very much because you're intolerable. Your views are not well thought out. It's not your SSRIs and your depression, your mental illness that is making you miserable. It's the fact that you don't live for anything. You stand for nothing. So everything gives you value. And you watch TikTok as a hobby. So your life doesn't exist in any I mean, dude, you're the one that seems sort of miserable to me, but I love to watch you whine. Yeah, the founding fathers didn't want everybody to vote. Yeah, uh, black folks, you know, they only wanted landowners and the rich to vote. So uh, fuck that system. <laughs> uh, they hate democracy, folks. They actually hate America. It's always the way. Carry it like lost. And uh, somebody put this meme out, and it's actually pretty funny because I don't know if you know, but there's like a, a running joke that Carrie Lake always uses these really heavy filters because she's clearly insecure about her age. So she's always like blurred out. But yeah, they blurred her completely out of this, which is fucking hilarious. And then Liz Cheney taking a shot at her. So first off, this was back uh, October 28th, 2022, when Carrie Lake thought that she was a shoe-in for the governor. She sent this out. Dear Liz, thank you for your generous, in-kind contribution to my campaign. Your recent television ad urging Arizona not to vote for me is doing just the opposite. Our campaign donations are skyrocketing and our website nearly crashed from traffic as people rushed. To learn more about my plan to put Arizona first and join our historic political movement. In fact, my team tells me your commercial should add another 10 points to our lead. I guess that's why they call the Cheney anti-endorsement the gift that keeps on giving. While we appreciate your kind contribution, the $500,000 ad buy likely exceeded Arizona's 5300 individual contribution limit. Thank you again for the huge boost to our campaign. Uh, and then Liz Cheney responds, You're welcome, Carrie Lake. Oh, snap. Burned. Apply water to burned area. Might not want to count your chickens before they hatch. You got owned. And then... General Flynn has some demands, y'all, that we should take very seriously. He says, no way. I'm sorry, but we now demand an in-person full forensic signature hand count. This recount should be in camera and exposed on live TV for every citizen of Arizona and America to see. If after this recount, Hobbs is still the legit winner, I will shut up and walk away from all of this. How about a... Go fuck yourself. How about the fact that you're just some dipshit who has no power and no one gives a fuck what you think or say? We don't owe you anything, General Flynn, but also we know you're full of shit. We know regardless of what the outcome is, you're still going to double down on the fact that it was stolen. You're still going to claim election fraud. You're still going to spread your stupid conspiracy theories so no one pays attention to you because you're a joke. Whatever legacy you might have had, you fucking ruined it, old man. So just hurry up and fucking die already. Seriously.
I know that's mean, but holy shit. Go towards the light, motherfucker. And you know what the real problem was in the elections, folks? Women. These fucking women ruined everything. Why do we even let women vote? At least that's the opinion of Lauren Winsk. Let's have a look. And in regards to women voting, you know, that was the worst thing that ever happened to America, too. Look at us now. Women overwhelmingly vote um, on their emotions. And their emotions, and the liberals are very good at appealing to emotions. Oh, look at these migrant children. They have nowhere to go. Look at these uh, this pregnant migrant woman. She has nowhere to go. We have got to open up our borders and give her cash assistance for the rest of her life here in America. And women vote for that. They vote to have... Uh, uh, weapons taken away, our Second Amendment rights taken away. Women used to vote, uh, they used to not vote because their husband would make the choice for them. Now, if just our husbands and landowners were voting, we'd be in a much better place than we are now. We'd have closed borders, we'd have uh, <laughs> no infringements on our Second Amendment rights, red flag laws would be a thing of the past, and uh, we as women wouldn't be, you know, have such authority and power over who gets into elected office because we don't deserve it. The way that women vote, it's been terrible. I'm apologizing as a female voter for the rest of my fellow female voters because they are voting our country away. And it is extremely dangerous. <laughs> That's right, women. You ruining fucking everything. Your husband should be in a vote, but only if your husband is on land. You know, which was specifically put in place to defranchise, disenfranchise the poor and black folks. And, you know, make sure only the elite could vote. But we should go back to that. Hey, if we went back to that, then Democrats could never win. We just got to make it to where less people can vote. And only the super rich white men can vote, right? Wouldn't that fix everything? Fuck democracy. They're just telling you right out, folks. They hate it. And, uh, <laughs> and then... Jerkules are back on the air. And uh, you know it's bad when Jerkules too crazy for Newsmax. Newsmax worried of getting sued. They're already being sued uh, by the, uh, what is it, uh, Dominion? People that make the voting machines. So here, Kevin Hercules going to come out and admit, hey, I'm an election denier and even Newsmax is correcting him. Wow, Mussolini, criminal. 30 seconds, each of you. Kevin, what's your reaction? Uh, I was there last night. I was at Mar-a-Lago. I was fourth row center, and I tell you what, that was the most presidential speech he's he's given. I mean, seriously, I, I, I thought this is awesome. It's uh, I'm not surprised he's coming back. I mean, you know, I am I'm, I am a uh, voter denial. There were there was definitely fraud in this election. There was as there was two years ago. So uh, I well, hope that we, we don't get have any mail proof of voting. that. And we're going to look forward. We're going to look forward and focus yep. on the policies and the positivity yep. of America. Wow, Musa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no evidence of that, Jerkules. Jerkules don't give a fuck. He don't need no evidence. He's a Christian. He's used to just taking things on faith. He doesn't require any evidence to believe bullshit. So, disappointed! Uh, but not really, because you're a joke, Jerkules. And uh, I'll skip that one. Um, but folks... More proof that conservatives don't actually give a shit about anything they say. So remember when a GOP candidate, what was his name? Um, Randy Kaufman 
got arrested for masturbating in front of a preschool. Remember that shit? Yeah. Okay, groomer. Nothing creepy here at all, dude. Just out there whacking his dick inside of his car in front of a junior high school, a preschool, within 200 feet. Super cool. So obviously, he became a pariah to Republicans and uh, got very, very few votes when he read. Just kidding. He almost won, folks. He got 350,000 votes. Dude got arrested for jerking off in his car in front of a fucking preschool. Got 350,000 Republican votes because they ain't about shit. Everything they say is a lie. They don't care about kids being molested. They don't care about anything they fucking say. They just want to make you believe that they believe it. As long as they make you believe in their lie, they win. Just fucking holy shit, these goddamn scumbags. Where are you at, Q? I know, you're waiting for JFK to come back from the fucking dead. And then, they're putting it right in our face. Here's Kyle Rittenhouse. T-minus five years until I call this place my office. And the sad thing is, he's not fucking lying. They gave 350,000 votes to the masturbator in front of the preschool. No doubt, Kyle Rittenhouse is probably going to be a congressperson someday. Because murderers, rapists... Child fucking pedophiles are who the Republicans continuously reward and put in fucking office. They are the scum of the goddamn planet. So don't be surprised if they reward this fucking murderer with the highest political body in the goddamn land. Just trash humans. So frustrating. And uh, then have you, you guys seen their new attack? Apparently they're attacking Fetterman's wife now. So... There is a running gag that uh, Fetterman and his wife have been doing for years. And the gag is that they don't fit into pictures together because he is so much bigger than she is. So they always take pictures where he's either out of the frame a little bit or like off the side of her. So it's a joke. It's a running joke. So they took this picture of him uh, on his first day being in Congress and it's like, Every other running joke picture they take, she's standing off to the side. So, of course, conservatives have to generate fake outrage, have to scare their audience. And this time it's feminism, y'all. Women power. It's so scary. So here's a creep, creepy, rapey Mike Cernovich, famous for, for his rape tweets, who says, For the same reason this outrage just triggers conservatives, the left loves it. Oh. Uh, because you're snowflakes? Yeah, I love it that you're fucking snowflakes. I love it that you're exactly the opposite of everything you claim to be. It is pretty funny. That's what conservadorics don't understand. Effective media is divisive. They know you love to hate them, and they play you like fiddles. So the point he's trying to make is that she's putting herself center stage because she's actually the one in charge. It's women power. Women are taking over. It's feminism, and you should be very frightened. And he wasn't the only one to pull this stupid, pathetic bullshit. Fox News was all over this narrative, folks. And then today, Giselle uploaded this picture outside of John Fetterman's Senate office. This time, half his body was cropped out. In fairness, at least he's wearing a suit and not a hoodie and basketball shorts. But still... 
just sell tickets center stage, which, of course, was the plan here all along. Uh, and That's right, a planner all along was her to take a picture of herself for her social media website. Something that makes her look cool and fun. Oh no, the horror, the horror. And they weren't done yet, folks. They had several segments creating outrage over this stupid fucking picture. Going after Senator-elect Senator John Fetterman's wife, Giselle, after she posted <laughs> this pic, many were quick to point out that her husband is partially cropped out. <laughs> and accused Mrs. Fetterman of using it for her own 15 minutes of fame. Uh, one critic said she wanted this so badly for herself, LOL. Another first day for Senator-elect Giselle Fetterman. And why is she even there? Your thoughts? Well, she's a lot better looking than he is. So as a man who's married to a wife that is far better looking, I'm sure John Fetterman would say, I don't even need to be in this photo, but he's not able to do the job, Harris. And, uh, and the reality here is that it does feel as if basically Pennsylvania has elected his wife and she certainly is furthering Ooh. that idea uh, with these photos. Maybe she's gonna step down and the new uh, Democrat governor elect is going to end up appointing her when her husband can't do the job. Uh, I, I still am so embarrassed that we could ever be in a situation where John Fetterman got elected in Pennsylvania. It's an utter failure of Pennsylvanians that he's their representative. Well, look, uh, every Republican uh, lawmaker that's dissecting this that you interview will tell you that they're going to take a close look at how polling was wrong. They, they really want to know what happened, not just in this race, because, you know, you lost a Republican. Literally all they got. They're so fucking pathetic. This is what they're focusing on. Oh, a picture where she's in the center of it. Just good goddamn. Nothing else to talk about. And uh, then Marjorie Trader Green got confronted about her lies on the fentanyl crisis in America. And of course, she doubles down on the lie. And instead of accepting uh, the facts resorts to anecdotal evidence. So let me show you what she says, and I'm going to show you the actual truth. A uh, quick question. A lot of you mentioned, uh, uh, mentioned the fentanyl crisis that, that is happening, but most fentanyl comes from people crossing the border who are United States citizens, not necessarily immigrants. Uh, what, what is your response to that? That, uh, that, that is something that is I would ask for where's your proof on that, because that's not what we've been shown. That's not what, when we go to the border and we're speaking with Border Patrol agents, uh, when we're there on the ground, that is not at all what we're being told. So I'm going to push back on your fa I'm, I'm sorry, I don't see. I don't. Um, the Cato Institute is not the Border Patrol. There's a big difference there. I'm sorry, is the Cato down there securing our border and stopping illegal aliens and human trafficking and drug trafficking? I'm sorry, you're going to have to get a direct source. And when you bring the Border Patrol in here and want to quote that, then, then we may take you seriously, but we're not, we're not taking the Cato Institute seriously. Uh, the Border Patrol it, is not disputing the evidence. Yeah, I'm sure a few anecdotal people at the border might have told you that, although they probably didn't. You're probably just making that up. Uh, but they took the evidence, they gathered the statistics, and facts don't give a fuck about your feelings, uh, Marjorie Trader. Republicans also keep citing the large quantities of fentanyl being seized at the border. But fentanyl being seized is more proof the border is not actually open. 
And here's a critical point almost never mentioned in GOP talking points. The vast majority of these seizures happen at the legal ports of entry where cars and buses and trucks line up to enter. And the vast majority of the time it is being brought in by U.S. citizens or legal residents. About 85% of the fentanyl seized at the southwest border this fiscal year has been seized at legal ports. And the other 15% or so tends to be seized at border patrol checkpoints inside the U.S., not from migrants walking across. So the image Republicans are trying to create is a migrant seeking through the desert with a sack of drugs. That happens in some tiny percentage of cases, but it is certainly not the predominant story. Now, of course, none of this is to take a side on whether Joe Biden is doing a good job or bad job on the border on immigration policy. But as these issues get debated, it is important for people to have their facts straight. Pamela? Exactly. Republicans also yeah, keep they don't care about facts. You can't argue people that don't respect facts. But fentanyl being seized. Literally don't give a shit what your facts are. So what can you do? You can't even talk to these fucking people. They, they want to lie. They get rewarded for their lies. So they have no reason to tell the fucking truth. That's literally what she was put in office for. And that is my Chud Watch. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's see what the dirty sexies have to say. Long Chud Watch tonight. And folks, who loves overtime? Woohoo! You love overtime. You all love overtime. So reward me for overtime. Get your super chats in. Uh, got a little bit of show left, probably another 10 minutes, so plenty of time to get your Super Chats in and immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever in the Super Chats. Cuber says, Dusty, seriously, MTG, just will not listen at all. She doesn't care, though. That's the whole thing about it. She knows you're wrong and she won't never admit it, of course. They never take responsibility for anything. It's perjury, Trader Green. Yep, I like it. Um, when I go back to my trailer, that's what I've been told. Yeah, trailers are cool, though. I lived in a trailer before. Can't they say something substantial, like talk about Fetterman's politics? Uh, nope, they had to talk about minutia. They talk about actual real issues they fucking lose every single time, so they have to distract the public with bullshit that doesn't matter. It's the only thing they can do. It's the only way they can win. And all right, folks, moving right along. Got two heroes to show you. folks and this guy was a hero like a motherfucker but it didn't look like he wanted to be he was an impromptu hero had no choice this happened in buffalo new york apparently this dude comes in with a gun and uh, this dude's like i will get the fuck out of tries to jump out of the way can't find anywhere to go so he's like fuck it i'm gonna die i'm just gonna go for the fucking gun and he does no telling how many lives he saved there He's like, I ain't fucking letting go of this gun. Hell no. I ain't dying today. Not today, Satan. Not today. Holds on to it until he gets some help to come along and help him out. Finally, some motherfuckers come in. Don't get in front of the barrel. Don't get in front of the barrel. So yeah, yeah. God took a shot. He's like, try to get out of there, but he can't. So he's like, fuck it. I ain't letting you shoot me. Go for the gun. And then one more. Joe Biden, although mad at him for covering for the Saudi Arabian prince. Uh, but at, at least, folks, 
there's still a giant difference between uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. The difference between talking and delivering. We'll talk about infrastructure. Pass a $1 trillion infrastructure plan. Who's better at infrastructure than Trump? We're going to rebuild the crumbling infrastructure. I want to rebuild our infrastructure first. Infrastructure. 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 It's infrastructure. 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 Yep, Joe Biden actually did it. Trump didn't give a shit about infrastructure. He just knows that's a winning talking point. But he focuses time on tax cuts for billionaires instead of actually fixing the goddamn country. Joe Biden delivered on that. Didn't talk a big game about it, just fucking did it. That's why one of the, not the only reason, but one of the reasons I think Trump is in big fucking trouble Hopefully, I'm right about that. We'll see what happens. But move right along, folks. Let's do a quick what the fuck. What the fuck? It's all out of sync, folks. But I'm going to assume it's happening. Fireworks, boom, bang, bing, bang, zing, zang. And first off, on a night's what the fuck. Oh, shit. So apparently, uh, this girl caught her boyfriend cheating with her best friend and uh usually i would not be on the boyfriend's side in this case but uh i'm toward, i'm sort of leaning leaning towards him in this particular uh scenario and after you watch this video maybe you'll understand why let's turn the volume up uh r.i.p your ears folks when you find your man cheating on you with your best friend stable yep run dude why were you dating her to begin with she gonna kill you get the fuck out of there and then you guys hear about denise richards used to be a hottie actress denise richards apparently uh her and her husband were driving and some dude had road rage and shot at her car what the fuck dude that's some bad life decisions imagine going to prison Cause you want to shoot up somebody's fucking car. That's just stupid. Apparently she been all sad about it. What not? I don't blame you. That's some scary shit. And then one more on the what the fuck section. Did you guys hear about this story? Apparently, uh, these black ladies were all friends and they went on vacation to Cabo together. And then one of the friends is filmed beating the shit out of her other friend. Did you guys see this? Quilla, can you at least fight back? No. At least something. At least fight back, something. Get up, bro. Get up. Uh So, uh, the next day, this lady was found dead in her hotel room. And apparently they believe that her friend murdered her, beat her to death. And uh, left her in her hotel room. So, holy shit, with friends like this, 
Just so crazy. Frenemies, folks. Don't know who you can trust, but uh, not this woman, clearly. That's scary as fuck. And all right, that is my what the fuck. Hell yeah. Last chance to get your super chats, folks. Only got one more. It's the slow news with Dusty Smith. Yeehaw! Now, I ain't going to play the video because there's only one, folks. And, uh, Amen Animations has a new one out, folks. I'm not going to play the whole thing for you. I actually went and watched this whole thing. These are kind of fascinating, though, to me. Not only does he do a great job of these animations, but he's created this whole world. The world building he does is amazing in these videos. So the latest Amen Animation, folks, about Trump declaring he's running for president. I'm only going to play about two minutes of this. Every single day through our digital media, through our field program, through our events, is we are dedicating ourselves and our staff and our students and our activists for a full revival of America. You see, this is something they've tricked us into believing the media and the major cultural institutions. I don't know, son. Let's make sure we get some facts correct here. They are the invading force. Donald Trump is here tonight. Now I know that he's taken some flack lately, but no one is happier, no one is prouder to put this birth certificate matter to rest than the Donald. And that's because he can finally get back to focusing on the issues that matter. Like, did we fake the moon landing? What really happened in Roswell? And where are Biggie and Tupac? It's been a while, my son. student recently at one of our woke college campuses who said she is required in every class to introduce herself and to give her pronouns. Well, I'm Ted Cruz and my pronoun is kiss my ass. So you've chosen to sacrifice. Okay, that's all I'm going to play for you guys, but uh, it's available on... Uh, Amen Animations, if you guys want to watch that. Super cool. I really like this one. I usually don't sit down and watch whole, like, 12-minute videos. Oh, that's a hypocrite for me, since every show I do is, like, three fucking hours. But I usually don't watch 12-minute videos, but it was really good. So go check it out at Amen Animations if you guys want to watch the whole thing. And, uh... All right, that's my material. Let me read the Super Chats. Gonna do a quick Q&A. If you bail out, please hit the like button. But also, I want to remind you, uh, if you're watching the replay of this... Just type some words and hit enter, please. Leave me a comment. It really helps with the algorithm. Say something nice would be good, but if you can't say something nice, anything would do. 
And uh, also, if you're watching this on a replay, you can tip me. There's a super thanks thing. You can tip me down there if you want to. That would also be nice because I work hard on the show for you guys. Love you. Keep it up, Dusty. Hey, Will, this appreciate it. Thumbs up to you, little eye 3D. Park Aguirre, I got all my Xmas shopping done. Now, what to get you, huh? What do you need or want? Whippets! As always, Whippets is the gift I want. I got your uh, letter and your photo you drew of me. Very cool. Thank you, Parker. I really appreciate that. Um, what? Gonna miss the live show. Love the fuzzies. Belays it. Heavy Chai. Hey, no forgiveness. Uh, but I forgive you because you gave me $20. Heavy Chai, good to see you. It's Trevor Gillis. And if the fascists take power, then Ruben Shapiro, Owens, and the like would be outcast eventually. Uh, yeah, they would. I don't think you guys are going to be invited to the ethno state. Sinister Intelligence, $5. Pence is a weird dude. Yes. He thinks astronauts never believe in God when astronauts are pretty religious people. He's such a freak. I can only imagine that he fucks his wife through a hole in the sheet. Basset Hound Gang, Dusty, I wrote uh, the vampire speech for Herschel Walker. Pretty cool, huh? Amazing work. Thank you for your service. 1999 from Ray Fuller. Woohoo! Very generous, Ray. Looking good, Slim. Keep up the good work. I will. Working on it. Been working out every fucking day. Been working out hard, been eating right. So, uh, another month or so. Gonna be oh, way better shape than I am now. Guy Keurig, it's two years to the election. See what Lindsay says 20 months from now. Should be hilarious. Just like use my words against me. It depends on if Ron DeSantis gets the uh, nomination, they'll start sucking his dick and jump off Trump real fucking quick. So a lot can change. You're right. Hello, Dusty. Can't see the show. All right. Now, I'm sorry. Hey, we'll just watch it on the replay. It'll be here when you're ready. Thank you for the $10. Keeper lover, isn't Trump talking like he's trying to avoid the electric chair? Low energy. Trump sucks. 99 cents. Banana. From Two Seagulls. Rocks. Rip John. I already read that. I don't know who that is. All right. Uh, damn, I missed it. We'll watch the archive. Do it. Watch the archive. And all right, let's do a quick Q&A section. Now is the time I tell you guys what I've been watching. You know what I watched? All right, so I watched that uh, Black Adam movie with uh, The Rock, and it was bad. It was real fucking bad. Like, Oh my God, it was so stupid. The whole fucking thing was stupid and poorly done, I thought. I don't know. Maybe I should give it another shot. Maybe it was better than I thought it was, but I did not think it was good. But you know what I did watch that was good? 1899. I'm still watching it. I'm on like the uh, next to last episode. Netflix's new series, 1899. It's like Lost, except on a boat. And uh, it's made by the same people that did Dark. It's like German, but they have like, English dubbed and shit. Like half of it, they're speaking English anyway. And half of it, they're speaking like German and shit. But they dubbed the German part in English. Anyway, great show. Like mystery and shit. I'm enjoying it. So check that out if you want to. All right, let's check the comments from the dirties. You do. Thanks, Dusty, for doing this entertaining while informing us so masterfully. Hey, I do what I can. Appreciate you guys supporting it. Have you seen Under the Silver Lake? It was totally original film, nor type trippy film. I have not seen it. I'll check that out. Thank you for the recommendation. I got Helloweed. If you want some Helloweed, well, my uh, P.O. box is in the description of this video. Feel free to send me anything you want to. 1899 on Netflix is great. I watched it. Hey, you read my mind. I already said that. I watched Dark. That was trippy. I haven't seen Dark yet um, because it was in German and I don't speak foreign. 
I'll message you on Discord. All right, Parker. Cool. Did you get my other package with a NOS thing? I don't think I got another package from you. I'll have to double check, but I think that's the only one I got so far. Okay, never mind, says uh, Stovall. I don't know what we're talking about, but cool. I just started watching Stranger Things. There were parts of Stranger Things that were good the first couple of seasons. The last season, I didn't like, but people seemed to like it. I didn't care for it. I thought it was silly, but anyway. Uh, show you might like is called A League of Our Own. It's about the first ever women's baseball league. I saw the movie with Madonna. I'm sure it's based on the same thing. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever is pretty good. I'm going to see it as soon as there is a version to legally purchase. Wink. What is your favorite horror movie? Uh, Strangeland starring D. Snyder. Creepy ass movie. It's a Captain Howdy. That movie creeps me the fuck out. You should watch Quiet on All Quiet on the Western Front. I downloaded that and watched it, but it wasn't dubbed, so the whole fucking thing is in German, and I don't fucking speak German, so, like, I could kind of tell what was going on, but kind of not, so I was like, well, fuck this. You guys speak English, goddammit! Thanks, Dusty. Hey, no problem, MJ. Thank you. Appreciate your support in the show tonight. Mm. The Shining. I didn't care for The Shining. Even the new one really sucked. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers. Never heard of it. Captain Howdy was creepy as fuck. Agreed. D. Snyder uh, really going out of the limb there from what we're used to seeing. Nice deep cut choice. That's what I do. I agree. It's basically the movie, but like a show and they touched on segregation and unlike the movie. All right, cool. I'll check that out. Appreciate it. Love your stuff. Love you, comedian WW. All right, folks, that's my time. I sure appreciate it. Another successful episode of the greatest show in human history. I'll be back on Monday. It's only a couple days away, so you motherfuckers have a good weekend. That is a demandment. Do it or else. You should watch foreign films, Dusty. Hell no, I ain't watching foreign films. I'm convinced foreign people that speak foreign are just speaking gibberish. It's like uh, people that speak in tongues. They're just pretending like they understand each other, but they're just like, they don't even fucking know what each other's saying. They're just lying to us. That is my uh, belief anyway, and uh, you can't fault me for what I believe. It's just what I believe. Have a good night. I will. I'll have a great night. Love the shit of you guys. I will see you on Monday. Have a good weekend. Do something fun out there and think of me or else. And as always, till next time, logic. Fuck yes. We're going to play Butt Ponies to play us out. If you've never seen Butt Ponies before, this is uh, another original music video by Dusty Smith. This is me singing. This is my song. Let's do it. Come on, you come up.